confirmation from the Redfall game director that the PS5 version did exist and was scrapped and many fans are calling foul many people saying Phil Spencer lied uh, pointing to past narratives past interviews we're going to be looking at every single thing Phil Spencer said I got news for you I don't think you're going to like what I have to say if you're on the attack here and you're going after Phil. I actually think Todd Howard said some things that might be cause for some irritation from PlayStation Bethesda fans. I'm going to put all of the information right here in sort of an opening monologue. It is a live stream. The video is long because I was live streaming, so make sure that you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these streams as I comb through everything. So a Redfall PS5 version was scrapped according to Arcane's own game director and I honestly feel like this isn't surprising, this isn't news but this revelation is setting the world on fire, everybody very irritated and even claiming that Phil Spencer lied. I want to walk through a handful of things. First, what did the game director say? Second, we need to examine the claim that Phil Spencer lied in light of direct quotations I have had many people on Twitter attribute quotes to him and then when I ask them to source those quotes they fail to find them I think many people are putting words in his mouth and we're going to examine exactly what was said third we do need to look at what Todd Howard said in the official acquisition announcement on Bethesda's site I actually think that's a greater cause for PlayStation Bethesda fans to be a little irritated and fourth I tried to tell folks during the Xbox on interview that Phil Spencer is a master he was very careful with his phrasing with the words that he was using and that's why everybody's very upset because apparently they weren't paying attention and apparently they don't know anything about dev cycles of games of course there were redfall and starfield versions being built for the ps5 in the middle of 2020 have you ever paid any attention to the dev cycles of video games what you think those games were two years away from launching and they weren't building anything yet get real there, there were people on the xbox side trying to act like well no they weren't making one any for the ps5 or they weren't making anything redfall for the ps5 yes they were and that's why everybody's upset but i don't think this is surprising or really big headline news now lastly i do think this helps sony in a variety of ways given some of the recent developments with the abk deal and so you're gonna get it from both sides today okay what did the game director say now obviously Given what we know about development cycles, this didn't surprise some people, but he was sitting down to do an interview, and anybody thinking that in the middle of 2020, Redfall was not in development's kind of beyond me, but this is what he said. In an interview with IGN France, Arkane's Harvey Smith explained, quote, We got bought by Microsoft, and that was a huge C change, like big letter C change. They said, no PlayStation 5, now we're going to do Game Pass, Xbox, and PC. So Microsoft kicks the door in and says, you're on our team now, and your game is going to be Game Pass, Xbox, and PC. This really isn't surprising to anybody who saw Redfall and Starfield announced very quickly as you know, exclusive titles after the acquisition, but here we are. Now, IGN went on to say that Smith continued and said, support from Game Pass and having to worry about one last platform, less complexity, and Game Pass has a ton of people that can play it. You know, this could be our biggest game ever with, you know, 30 million Game Pass members or whatever the number is. The number is somewhere between 25 and 30 million. We don't exactly know. Now, for a game director, this perspective makes sense. Our game gets funding by a bigger parent company, 
more people are going to get to play the game and we get to shrink the scope of the project. Like, this is a win-win. Of course you're not going to get pushback from a game director on this. This is wonderful from his perspective. So he's like, yeah, this was a great thing. So he didn't say this as like some kind of a, oh yeah, we were really sad and bummed that we didn't get to make it for the PS5. He's kind of like, ah, this was actually not too bad for us. So he saw it as a positive. Now maybe he said that he saw it as a positive because he realized he kind of stepped in it. I mean, in the wake of Microsoft trying to buy ABK, you got a game director exposing that there didn't seem to be any, you know, incentive weighing. We'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. Now, this is causing uproar from Sony fans. I'm seeing folks call Phil Spencer a lying snake for his recent remarks on an Xbox on interview, as well as past remarks about exclusives. I absolutely reject this level of name calling and accusation if it can't be substantively proven okay harsh judgment requires strict inquiry that is an axiom that i live by if you're going to label somebody a liar if you're going to call somebody a lying snake you better be able to bring evidence and i could not find anybody substantiating their claims one of the most common things i saw was people kept attributing a quote to Phil Spencer that that he wanted people to be able to play games no matter the platform. No matter the platform. They kept stressing platform. And I'm like, where did he say that? The only quote people could find, if you view it in context, he said, wherever platforms are, or wherever Game Pass is, or something like that, he says, we want want people to be able to play these games on any platform where Game Pass exists. So the only time I could find Phil Spencer using the word platform, he linked it to where Game Pass exists, okay? Don't attribute quotes to somebody if they didn't actually say them. That's misleading. I abhor misleading coverage, okay? I reject it, I criticize it, and I call it out. Don't do it. I don't care what team you think I'm on. You're going to get blasted if that's what you're doing. If you're going to make a claim and then you can't substantiate it, maybe don't make the claim and Google burden of proof. You should maybe take a little class on that. Now, from the official Xbox post written by Phil Spencer, September 21st of 2020, this is the only quote that could lean in any direction. He says, over the years, I've had many deep conversations with the creative leaders at Bethesda on the future of gaming, and we've long shared similar visions for the opportunities for creators and their games to reach more players in more ways. Now, you're going to notice something. Bill Spencer is very careful in what he says. I tried to point this out. If you want to go watch my reaction to the Xbox On interview, it's on this channel. I got a lot of crap from the Xbox crowd because I said, listen to what he is saying. He is being very, very careful. His expert use of sleight of hand in that interview it's masterful i actually have a lot of respect for the guy you can call it pr speak you can call him a liar all you want it was absolutely masterful the way he handled that interview and he made it look super easy (laughs) like as an orator as someone who speaks publicly every day i have a lot of respect for this guy's skill and ability There's another quote in this same article, or the same announcement. It says, All the great work will, of course, continue to grow, and we look forward to empowering them with the resources and support of Microsoft to scale their creative visions to more players in new ways for you. He's stressing more players. Now, somebody's going to turn around and say, Well, yeah, more players. How can it be more players if it's not on the PlayStation 5? 
you have to allow companies to speak on behalf of their companies and read it in context. When a company says, yeah, we want more players playing these games, people are taking this quote like, we all win when we all play. And they're like, yeah, that means we're all supposed to be able to play. They're talking about their platform, okay? Stop thinking like a caveman. When a company comes out and says, we want more players playing our games, we want more players playing, they're not talking about their competitor. Like, use your head, please. That's just just some basic critical thinking skills would take people so much farther, all right? You'll notice the theme is emerging all the way back to 2020 is more players. Now, someone might say, oh, but you canceled a build for PS5. That shrinks the player base, okay? I think this is a fair question to say, listen, how are you empowering more players to play Bethesda titles while actively canceling the build for PS5? I think that's a fair question, but that's not an indictment of Phil Spencer or evidence that he lied. I always take broad statements about more players being tied to Xbox Game Pass and the ecosystem of Xbox and PC, all right? Why would Xbox be announcing initiatives about players outside of their ecosystem? That doesn't make any sense. We're going to we're going to invest billions in acquisitions so that more people can play outside of our ecosystem. Like please think through what you're claiming or what you're reading into his statements. I'm going to circle back to Todd Howard's comments because I actually think those are more legitimate cause for frustration for Sony fans who like Bethesda games because Todd Howard wrote a blog the same day that this blog from Xbox went out. I'm going to circle back to that in a moment, all right? Now, we also have Phil talking about fewer and fewer exclusives. People are just ranting and raving about this. Like, how is is this in line with what he said? Okay, in August of 2022, he sat down with Bloomberg. And according to Eurogamer, Spencer stated that platform exclusives are something we are all going to see less and less of in the future, as he hopes for an industry that encourages people to feel safe and included regardless of what device they play on. You have to read this within the timeline. I don't think he's lying. I think he means what he says. You're just going to see less and less exclusives from Xbox because I think they're going to treat their property like software. They want it everywhere. Now, obviously, the debate about Call of Duty and parody and all of that, that's a concern specific to Sony. Just ignore that for a second. Microsoft is going to treat their property the way they treat their software, which is a bigger cause for concern because look at how they've treated Microsoft Windows and Microsoft Office. They make their content endemic to the business world and endemic to daily life, and then they put it behind a subscription fee. That's the only way you can get Microsoft Office now. Adobe did the same thing with the Creative Suite. You're handing a company tons of property who has a pattern of putting it behind a subscription wall once it's the only place that you can get it. That should be a huge cause for concern but the point is i don't think they're lying when they say yeah there'll be less and less exclusives because they're going to say listen our our games are everywhere you can play uh, our games on mobile you can play our games uh on cloud through your mobile you can play it on an xbox you can play it on a pc and they'll probably keep some of the biggest titles on playstation they'll probably even move some of their biggest titles to nintendo because nintendo's saturation with their consoles is incredible i actually think that's true but that doesn't mean that Starfield and Redfall could no longer be exclusives. A movement to less exclusives doesn't mean no exclusives. It it doesn't retroactively mean they're going to cancel exclusive deals and decisions that they've made. Moving to less exclusives is something that I think you're going to see, but that doesn't mean no exclusives. Go watch the Xbox On interview with Phil Spencer. Go watch it. He says that exclusives 
are just part of the industry. They're market beats for the consoles. Both can be true. He can make statements about, like, we're going to see less exclusives. Exclusives are antithetical to gaming. It's not what gaming is all about. He can say that. He can believe that. They can move to a place where they're doing less exclusives. But he can also say, listen, exclusives are part of the business, baby. Like, they're marketing beats. Both can be true. It's, it's called nuance. It's called nuance. Everything's not a false binary. Everything's not a false dichotomy. Just because he's indicated that exclusives are going to be seen less and less, and just because he's indicated that he thinks exclusives are not really conducive to gaming and crossplay, a lot of his comments about exclusives are about crossplay because they've been really, really big proponent of crossplay, and I believe that's huge for live service games and multiplayer games, and I think we're going to continue to see that, but that does not mean that he is anti-exclusive and they're never going to do exclusives ever again. He was very honest about that tension in the Xbox on interview. Go watch it. This is chronologically dishonest to throw quotes about exclusives in his face that he made after the Starfield and Redfall exclusive announcements. It is, ironically, dishonest to quote him out of context, to rip quotes out of context, to accuse him of lying. I saw people doing it on Twitter last night and it blew me away. It's like you're actively being dishonest while acting self-righteous about dishonesty. That's called hypocrisy. If you're going to use dishonest tactics to accuse a man of lying, you've gained no ground and no respect. You're worse than the thing you're claiming. Now, the Xbox on interview, I actively reacted to the language. I said, listen, folks told me I was looking too deep. I said, no, listen to what the man is saying. He kept saying more screens at one point. It was so masterful. He shifted from talking about keeping PlayStation, keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation. We've never had a model where we're going to take Call of Duty from PlayStation. Yeah, well, maybe that model is going to happen in 10 years if you watched my stream yesterday. But they never had a model where they were going to take Call of Duty from PlayStation, right? He then shifts the conversation. The interviewer asks a question, and then the conversation shifts to more games on more screens. There's a reason that he said screens. There's a reason that he didn't say platform. He is saying, we're growing our ecosystem. When he says more screens, when he says more players, when he says more places, he's referring to growing the Xbox ecosystem. He's not talking about your PS5. You've got to learn to listen to what these people are saying. Now, if you're going to get mad and say, well, that's double speak, that's PR speak. Welcome to the real world. Yep, that's what these companies do. Your your cherished PS5, your Sony, I love Sony, but they do the same thing. Come on. They all do this. This is what every company in existence does. You can't act like Microsoft, some sinister evil plot to mislead the company is now, or, or the country, or the people has been exposed all of a sudden. So, the quote here that I saw being ripped out of context just blew me away. He says, There's no example in Bethesda of us pulling something away from the PlayStation community that they had. That they had. Everybody kept chopping off the end of that. Oh yeah, you didn't take anything from PlayStation, did you? Well, this game was in development and it was canceled. Oh my gosh, listen to what he's saying. 
He's saying, we didn't take anything away from the PlayStation community that they had. And milliseconds after he finishes that sentence, he starts talking about Minecraft and Minecraft Dungeons and Minecraft Legends and how we we continue to update those games, we continue to service those games. In the context of the discussion, he's talking about, we didn't actively go out and take games from PlayStation that they already had. This has nothing to do with Redfall. Cut the misleading crap this statement has nothing to do with that the man hasn't lied the man hasn't he's not a lying snake he's literally saying listen like we didn't go out and take anything now listen you and i both know they wouldn't have done that they weren't going to go out and end contracts you don't really get a pat on your back phil for leaving games in place and honoring contracts a lot of those were legal obligations that you didn't have a whole lot of wiggle room anyway so like i'm not going to give him a pat on the back for being like thanks phil thanks for leaving games in place But you can't call him a liar and say that Redfall was somehow taken away from the PlayStation community when it was never announced for the PlayStation platform. And did you honestly not think this already happened? You really didn't think that Redfall was in development and they they actually canceled the PS5 version? Is this surprising to you? You don't know much about the gaming world, and yet you speak so passionately about it. This is very important, I think, in the larger debate lately. We must be honest. We must have integrity. We must have accuracy. Quit ripping things out of context. Quit projecting onto people. Quit intentionally misinterpreting things. It just frustrates the conversation. No clarity, no communication is had. You're just towing a party line and and, and doing talking points. You're worse than the politicians. Scrapping the Redfall PS5 version has nothing to do with anything he said in that interview. In fact, he goes on to immediately talk about games that they left in place. I already talked about that. He refers to cross-platform games that will continue to get support. And later in the interview, he starts talking about the more screens. I already talked about that as well. But we need to look at Todd Howard's statements. And this is when you're allowed to be angry, okay? I've been scolding you. I've been hard on you. But now you're allowed to be angry, because this quote's kind of damning. I'm kind of surprised that they let Todd Howard write this and publish this. I'm really surprised that Microsoft approved this thing that I'm about to show you. Now, I screenshot it just in case they want to go back and edit this blog, okay? Bethesda had an official announcement about the merger on their site September 21st of 2020, right around the exact same date and time that that Phil put his blog out on the Xbox site. Now, it's quite lengthy, but there's one paragraph that I just think you're allowed to be angry about this, and I I screenshot it, okay? Let, let Let me show this to you. Like our original partnership, it gets it gets it's it's so hard to read this because it's really tripping on itself from moment from moment one. Like our original partnership, this one is about more than one system or one screen. We share a deep belief in the fundamental power of games and their ability to connect, empower, and bring joy, and a belief we should bring that to everyone, regardless of who you are, where you live, or what you play on, regardless of the screen size, the controller or your ability to even use one. This is where I actually think, listen, this is not just like reassuring people, like you might feel reassured by this. This sounds like Todd Howard reassuring Bethesda fans, hey, 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 whoa, no, uh, this is not about one system, this is not about taking games away, we're going to be giving our games to everyone. I I cannot believe that they let him publish this because this 100% makes it seem like you took Redfall and Starfield from the PlayStation community. 
this 100% makes it look like you rug pulled the community. It does. This ain't Phil Spencer. This is Todd Howard. That's where this quote comes from. He starts off by saying, like our original partnership, this just smacks of nothing's changing, guys. Just like our original partnership, this one is about more than one system. <laughs> Ugh. More than one system. Brother, you shouldn't have said this. They shouldn't have wrote this. Unless he was completely in the dark about Microsoft's plans, this sounds like, yeah, you're going to be able to continue to play our games. Everybody, the the stuff that we push out. Because he even says, we have a belief that we should bring that to everyone, regardless of who you are, where you live, or what you play on. Again, I'm surprised that that got past the Microsoft PR team. Okay? Now, It's been very clear that Phil chooses his words and his phrases very carefully, but the post from Todd is something that I think all PlayStation Bethesda fans have a right to reference in this debate and say, look what Todd said. Come on now, we had every reason to think that nothing was going to change according to Todd Howard. None of this means you can call Phil Spencer a liar, alright? No matter how you shake this, and this is where things are going to really heat up, this helps Sony. I know the Xbox guys have probably loved this monologue up to now. They love me defending Big Daddy Phil. I've always loved Phil. That's why I didn't like seeing people call him a liar. But this helps Sony. A recent development as of March 21st is that the FTC's motion to compel has been granted by the judge. One of those requests that Microsoft was ignoring and and refusing to honor, they've now been given a motion to compel, so we'll see what they do. One of those requests is related to crossplay, and they linked the request for crossplay to the Zenimax defenses prior to the acquisition. Microsoft made a similar argument. Quote: This is from the from the from the thing from the 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 motion to compel. Microsoft made a similar argument when it acquired Zenimax, but subsequently decided to take newly acquired Zenimax titles exclusive. Given that the FTC has had its motion granted, and they are continuing to point out the Zenimax deal. This new information about Redfall does not look good. It doesn't look good. And what I mean is this. Nobody was really surprised that Redfall was in development for PS5. At least I'm not, okay? The problem for Microsoft is that it sounds like they didn't even evaluate the revenue impact or weigh the decision. They walked in the room and they were like, this is ours now, no more PS5, shut it down. Okay? Now... I'm not saying they did that. I'm saying that's what it looks like, which means the FTC and the regulators might want to investigate this and say, what was the timeline? When did you guys make the decision to cancel Redfall for PS5, Starfield for PS5? How did you come to that decision? Because you told the regulators you had no incentive to do it. How did you find an incentive to do it? And not only that, you canceled stuff that was in production. Did you weigh the revenue impact of that? Did you weigh any of that at all? How did you find an incentive to shrink the footprint and throw away, essentially, work? Throwing away work, that's loss of of production. That's loss of something that could potentially generate revenue. Why did you you do that? The, The regulators are exactly right, I think, in this case, to push in and say, where was the case by case analysis here? We would like to see how you did this. And do you want to know why they have a right to see that? It will create 
a standard by which they can judge ABK. Oh, okay, so you walked in the room and you saw stuff being made for PS5, both Starfield and Redfall, and you chose to shutter those projects. How'd you come to that conclusion? Because you might use the exact same logic and reasoning in the ABK deal. It will create a pattern of behavioral. Because you're you're pushing for behavioral remedies. So if we can establish a pattern of behavior and business decision, well, then it might affect the deal. It doesn't really jive with telling the regulators, look, we've got no incentive to keep uh, ZeniMax products from rival uh, consoles. And then you walk in the room and that's the first decision that you make. Did you measure the financial incentive? How was this handled as a case-by-case basis? Was this immediate? Was it months? What about Starfield? Did you, did you make a similar decision with Starfield? What, did, or did it take longer? What about Phil Spencer referring to titles like Elder Scrolls as Xbox exclusives? He's done that recently. I think as recently as middle of 2022. Referred to Elder Scrolls as a game that's going to exist on PC and Xbox, the next Elder Scrolls. How did how did you weigh that decision? That's not even in development yet, okay? Has any of this been weighed through revenue incentives? They're allowed to make all these titles exclusive. Hear me say that. I'm not saying that Microsoft doesn't have a right to make all these titles exclusive, but the regulators are going to want to know how they came to those decisions because it is paramount. It is central to the ABK acquisition. What are you going to do with a literal portion of the market? They're not buying a publisher. Um, they're not buying a developer. They're buying a publisher. If you tell the regulators you don't have an incentive to do something and then you do it and you're going to handle it as a case-by-case basis, you might need to now substantiate how and why you found incentives to make all future ZeniMax properties exclusive. It doesn't feel very case-by-case. And everybody keeps saying, oh, case-by-case referred to the legacy titles. We searched the document. That is false. It is not referring to legacy, it's referring to the future. This has nothing to do with me disliking exclusives or thinking that Microsoft can't have exclusives. This has everything to do with behavioral remedies that are now being couched in similar language with respect to ABK. This is completely fair and legitimate. This is facts-based. This is not opinion. They're using the same arguments with ABK they use with ZeniMax and they're pushing for behavioral remedies. The regulators need to lean in on this. After all is said and done, the burden of proof on those claiming Phil Spencer lies has not been substantiated. Clips, comments, and interviews are being ripped out of context to posture as if less exclusives or calls for more crossplay means that Xbox will never do exclusives ever again. You look foolish by claiming these things. You look foolish by being dishonest while getting self-righteous about dishonesty. People are hungry to criticize, but if you want to effectively criticize, at least be honest, accurate, and factual. That has been my call since the beginning of covering this. You're not winning any ground by lying about Phil Spencer lying. So much irony there. You gain nothing with dishonest coverage, and that goes for both sides. Let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. These these show opens get longer and longer, but... I enjoy them, and I I hope you do too. It is clear that from very early on, Phil Spencer knew to be careful with his wording and his phrasing. The complete meltdown over this revelation is extremely odd from where I sit. Anyone with basic understanding of dev cycles should not need to be told that PS5 versions of Redfall or even Starfield were scrapped or halted. You should know this if you're out here commentating on the ABK deal or Xbox or the gaming world. This wasn't news to you. Unless you're totally ignorant on dev cycles of video games. 
folks are weaponizing the confirmation so they can hurl insults and attacks on a person and I do not give that quarter I don't I do not appreciate public attacks on a person that are not substantiated that's personal for me and that's why I shut it down I think it's disgusting behavior I will say that Todd Howard's comments are worthy of mention and clarification but that's not on Phil you guys want to go ask Todd Howard about that blog go for it second thing I want to say this is very clearly going to become part of the regulatory inquiries and Sony's framing there is simply no way around this Microsoft will now have to answer some tough questions about how they found incentives to make all future ZeniMax titles exclusive if the past few months are any indication of anything it's that this deal is likely to get pushed back again as it just took one French interview to set the world on fire So here's my conclusion. Sadly, I learned that both sides of fandom have bad actors and blatant dishonesty. This isn't about calling anybody out or putting a content creator or the press on blast. I'm not doing that. It's really hard not to do that, but I'm not doing that. It's crystal clear that too many people have fully integrated their console of choice into their identity as a person. It blinds them. It forces them to push narratives and treat others in very nasty ways. And as the dust settles, maybe all the people who called me a Sony pony can see just how wrong they were. But that's probably wishful thinking. And that's the show open. (laughs) That is a 28 minute show open and I boy oh boy was I getting in the heat of it last night I have some people to thank if you guys like that show open get me to 200 likes get me to 2000 likes over here on the Tickety Talk I'd love to see 200 likes here on YouTube uh, let's see here. A $10 tip from Severin Evans. I don't recall Phil ever saying that he wouldn't make ZeniMax properties exclusives. He said he wouldn't take anything away, and they didn't do that. They have honored the PlayStation exclusivity contracts. Yeah, I don't think he's a liar. I, they're calling him a liar is juvenile. I, 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 I had people literally saying, he said that, that people could play on any uh, on any platform. And I, was, I was like, where did he use any platform? Where did he say regardless of platform? Where did he say that? Nobody could substantiate it. No, Nobody could substantiate it. I had people attributing quotes to the man, and I'm like, where did he say it? And this one guy's like, oh, I know he said it. He's like, he, he gave me a link to an article where, where Phil didn't say it. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to keep looking. But but I know he said it. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Are you sure he didn't fall prey to like the Mandela effect? I couldn't find a single Phil Spencer quote where he said anything like that. Can't believe you're not covering the Elden Ring patch notes. Shut up, Ashen. Uh, Derek says, Lono, brilliant and well-thought-out opener. Great homework as always. Fair and above-board commentary and criticism. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good morning, Feed. Good to see you. Do you still believe Microsoft wants to turn into a publisher of games like Tencent? Yeah, I think they. I think Microsoft's plans are far scarier than anybody even realizes. I think they want to treat games the same way they treat Microsoft Office. Can you tell me how you believe behavioral remedies work? With hard-edged, legally enforced contracts and concessions to regulators? If they didn't measure the decision of revenue, what do you believe will happen with the Microsoft ABK deal? 
that is that is a extremely valid question this is about great exclusives for you on platforms where Game Pass exists. Yes, that is the only time where I could find Phil Spencer talking about platforms. The only time Phil Spencer used the word platforms plural, he said platforms where Game Pass exists. Quit quit lying, not you mo. Quit lying to people. Quit it. Why are you out here lying to people? Uh, hang on. Eugene says, ire needs to be directed at Microsoft Legal and the regulators that bought that crap hook, line, and sinker. That's exactly right. Hey, let's get some members going. Who wants to be the first order of coffee? If you ever want to order our coffee, it's not a sponsor. It's ours. You can go to reforgeroast.com. We're doing a sale right now on our triple roast. Uh, our, sorry, a triple roast. Our triple threat. If you use code March Madness, you get a nice little discount. <laughs> Perhaps, Lono, it may be that there were no contracts to oblige multi-platform. Hi-Fi Rush was in dev since 2017, and surely a PlayStation version was in consideration. Right. Clapper Dan, more than likely, when a game is in development like Redfall and Starfield, there are no contracts drawn up yet, because according to the timeline, in September of 2020, when this whole deal went down, Sony and Bethesda, they were in talks about a Starfield exclusivity deal. They were talking about it. Why? Well, at that point in time, you have enough of the game built and you can kind of start having those discussions. Where do we think our game is going to be the best for the marketing contract? Where do we think our game is going to be the best with respect to Microsoft's talking about Game Pass, Sony's talking about marketing. So You see what I'm saying? So, th- yeah, there were no contracts in place. Basement Radio Arcade says, Remember the emails from Phil Spencer that came out during the Apple Epic suit where Phil admits trying to get Game Pass on PlayStation? Yeah. Yeah, Phil Spencer would love for Game Pass to be on PlayStation and Nintendo. He would freaking love that. Who wouldn't? Oh my gosh, who wouldn't? Imagine your ecosystem suddenly infecting the other platforms that have greater hardware saturation than you. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. (laughs) The second games go sub only. Game Pass would die fast. Microsoft knows it. Yeah, well, look at Adobe with Creative Suite. Look at Microsoft Office and ask yourself that question. If the biggest titles in the world go there, what are you going to do? I think somebody gifted a membership during the show open, didn't they? And then Raptor just gifted five, so that puts us at six. I don't know who gifted during the show open, but thank you so much. I think it was somebody named Greg. Thank you, Raptor. Gifting five members, Bama Hammer, Azale, or Azeal, Sprinting Snail, Lady Natsu, and... Sadiqua Flowers. Thank you so much for being here. I think I got your name right, uh, Sadiqua. <laughs> I, I I sometimes do the the the, the terrible pronunciation. Sadiqua. <laughs> da- Davon, you know, Devin. Anyway. So you don't believe preventing games from coming to a platform is the same as taking them off a platform when they were already in development. Okay, Alan Richardson. I want you to just pay, just I want you to listen to me because you seem like you're being thoughtful, you're not being like inflammatory, but a lot of people are taking that line of thinking. So I'm going to take your question as a good faith question and I'm going to answer it, okay? When Phil Spencer said what he said, he was not talking about games in development or future games coming. He's not he's not some buffoon. He's not going to sit in a chair and say that knowing that Starfield and Redfall had plans to come to multi-platform. 
literally think about this for just a second just track with me here Pete Hines, the publisher of Bethesda, has already said in the public they had no plans for exclusivity until they were bought by Microsoft. This isn't new information. So when Phil Spencer says there's no example of us taking anything from the PlayStation community that they had, that's really important, those last words there, that they had, duh, duh, past tense, He's clearly talking about a very specific category. See, if you watch... See you later, Mo. If you watch The Deceptive Detective, he talks about this. So when Phil Spencer says that, he's not being he's not being misleading, he's not being dishonest. He's like, look, we there's no example of us going over there to the PlayStation ecosystem and taking things away from them that they already had. That has absolutely no categorical alignment to the Redfall discussion. It just doesn't apply. It doesn't. Now, that very same Xbox on interview, I reacted to it. I got called a Sony pony. I was told I was being over analytical. I was looking too deep because I was trying to tell people, I'm like, listen to what the man is saying. He shifts from talking about PlayStation staying on He starts talking about Call of Duty staying on PlayStation, and then the interviewer asks a question, and he shifts to putting more games on more screens. It is is brilliant sleight of hand. It's like, make everybody feel really secure about PlayStation. (laughs) Yeah, we want to put more games on more screens. He's not talking about your PlayStation when he says that. When he says more players, he's not talking about your PlayStation. Nope. Talking about growing their ecosystem. Because they can put their ecosystem on more screens. They want to build a mobile storefront that unifies all their content. They want to use cloud so that you can play all their games on a mobile device or, or your PC. That's more screens. That's more players. There's more PC players and mobile players in the world than PlayStation. So do you honestly think... If their goal is to increase their ecosystem on mobile and PC, do you think they give a frick about the PlayStation platform? The PlayStation platform is a matchbook in comparison to the mobile market and the PC market. No one can blame the regulators for Bethesda. A fair and just viewing assumes the same a sane actor. They were told there was no incentive. They accepted Microsoft would act in self-interest. Why would you sleight of hand your own consumers? It's not sleight of handing your own consumers. He's just being very careful to not commit to things. He's not committing to future Xbox games being everywhere. He's never he's never committed to that. Games everywhere, but what about my PlayStation? See again, when when a company like Xbox starts talking about more players, games everywhere. They make good on that promise with Play Anywhere, Cloud, um, Smart Delivery. Like, don't you see? What, do you, you honestly think they draw up all that lingo and all that language? Play Anywhere. We want our games everywhere. We want more players. And you're like, he's definitely talking about the PlayStation. What? 
You sound like a crazy person. It's so clear that he's not talking about other platforms or competitive platforms. He's talking about growing their ecosystem. They have a vested interest in getting more players. They have a vested interest in the Xbox ecosystem going everywhere. I've been saying this for weeks. Microsoft's plan is humongous. Microsoft's plan is bigger. Listen to this. Listen to this. Microsoft's plan is bigger than the PlayStation platform. The PlayStation platform is nothing compared to what Microsoft wants to do. You're thinking so unidimensionally. I think of Redfall and the PS5 version, and he's a liar! It's like, he is telling you their plan, and you're not even looking at it. Bill Spencer walks out and is basically like, we want to be everywhere. We want to be everywhere. Do you honestly think if they put the Xbox ecosystem on all mobile phones, they have their own mobile storefront, they they have their cloud system, their Play Anywhere system endemic to the PC market, endemic to the mobile market, you think they give a frick about your your 140 million PlayStation 4s in circulation combined with PlayStation 5? The PlayStation ecosystem in like the what 140s, 150 million? You think they give a frick about that ecosystem? PlayStation is nothing compared to that reach and that market. This is why Phil Spencer said in interviews, he views their real competition as Amazon and Google. You're down here digging in the dirt, worried about Redfall. (laughs) Redfall's nothing. Redfall's gonna be a faded memory in a month. Maybe not in a month, in a year. It's not out yet. No one's gonna be talking about Redfall in a year. That's not the plan. 20 years from now, Microsoft wants to have a foothold in gaming. The language he's been using, you think it's about PlayStation. You think it's about misleading the PlayStation audience. He don't give a frick about the PlayStation audience. He's trying to grow the Xbox ecosystem. And I've been trying to tell people this. I'm like, bro, bro, this plan, this plan is so big. You're not seeing it. Imagine if they get that foothold in the market and they own some of the biggest games in the world and they put it all behind a subscription fee the way they've done with Microsoft Office. That's what you should be worried about. You shouldn't be worried about Redfall. You should be worried about them disrupting the gaming market. You're worried about the wrong thing. Your house is on fire, and you're, like, worried about tying your shoes to get out the door. Realizing the Reforge community could be called Loney Ponies. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, my gosh, do I hate you so much. <sighs> That's got to be one of your best memes that you've ever created. I think you've peaked. You've peaked. East Coast Overlord with a $5 tip. There are 6 billion smartphones as of 2020. Who cares about a couple million? That's exactly right. Redfall early previews sound pretty good if you like arcade games, which I do. Listen, I'm not trying to denigrate great Redfall. I'm actually really encouraged by what I'm hearing about uh, about Redfall. I kept saying when they kept showing the gameplay, go back and watch all my reactions to their gameplay. I'm like, could I please see the shooting? Quit all this freaking hip fire crap. Like, I want to see the shooting. I hate that when any game does that. They're like, our game has some of the best shooting and guns in history. And they're walking around with an M16 going, plap, plap, plap. It's like, pick the gun up 
and show me what it looks like and that was my main concern so the fact that they're coming out and saying no 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 the, the shooting this is the best shooting in an arcade game yet i'm like well that's going to be fun to play so when i'm talking about we're we're not going to be talking about redfall in a year what i'm saying is Folks are making a mountain out of a literal breadcrumb. It's like, this isn't even a mountain out of a molehill. This ain't a molehill. It's a piece of dirt. It's like, this is so small and insignificant in the grand scheme of what's going on. I think maybe Phil Spencer changed his mind about Redfall due to Sony giving Microsoft a hard time. No. No. No, Macho Man, the reason this is a story is because uh, IGN France sat down with Arcane's game director and he said oh yeah once the acquisition went through they came in and told us to stop PS5 this thing was going to be on Xbox PC and Game Pass Pete Hines corroborates this when he says way back in 2020 or 2021 wherever he said this he said yeah exclusivity was never in our mind until the acquisition this wasn't th- th- like absolutely not this wasn't some like oh yeah you guys are going to be mean you guys going to be mean about the AP, the ABK deal where we're going to take Redfall from you? No. Arcane games always have uh, horrible shooting and aiming. That's why Deathloop flopped. How did Deathloop flop? I didn't like it. I didn't think it was worth 9s and 10s. I think it's probably the most overrated game of that year. But how did it flop? It was critically acclaimed. I don't know what the commercial success of Deathloop was, but calling it a flop I think is a humongous overreach that's a huge overreach it was overrated as heck I think it was like a 7.5 or an 8 it was not a 9 or 10 game like you got Elden Ring 9 or 10 masterpiece you got all these games coming out as masterpiece level games Deathloop was fine I actually thought Skill Up's review of Deathloop was spot on the money thank you Night Fury for the rose and the cat paws thank you everybody over here on the Tickety Talk supporting me if you want my interaction and my attention the best thing to do is head to YouTube my link on my profile here go to my profile click the link come over and watch on YouTube it's so incredibly hard for me to engage with both we need a new emote for Loney Ponies yeah Anyway, that, that's a side issue. That's a side issue. I honestly think the biggest thing that's going to come out of this, and I really liked Doc Dark's video on this. Doc Dark did a great video on this. You guys should check it out. Love him. Like, love him deep, okay? Hopefully one day I get to hang out with him in real life. We'll have him back on the show soon. Doc Dark's video on this was so on the money. It was on the money. You could see it. He's like, mm, mm, mm. It's like, man, that... That double speak, <laughs> that double speak, and I kept telling people, I was like, Microsoft's talking out of both sides of their mouth. Nobody's catching it. Microsoft's like, we're not going to raise the price of Game Pass because of the merger, and the price of Game Pass won't go up any farther than the benefit of having the merger go through. What? They, they, that, huh? In the same sentence. Yeah, the, the cost of Game Pass isn't going to go up because of the merger, and the price won't go up any farther than the quality we get from the acquisition. <laughs> you, you just... Do you ever get dizzy reading a sentence? You're like, what? You had us in the first half. <laughs> you had me in the first half. And, and, then, there, and, then, and then yesterday... 
the thing that we talked about. They're out here saying, oh, accept the deal. This is ridiculous. We're going to let you keep Call of Duty, but 10 years is plenty of time for you to build a Call of Duty rival. What? Wait. Which is it? (laughs) And I'll admit, you got Phil Spencer out here being like, hey, we'll see less and less exclusives. Hey, we don't like taking games away from people. A really, really good quote that Wooly showed me. This one kind of hurt. Okay. This one kind of hurts. Let me pull it up. If anybody's ordered coffee, I'll go check it in just a minute. Let, let Let me pull this one up from Wooly. I thought this one was good. I like Wooly. All right. I like Wooly. And he says, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got in some fights this morning. Uh, let's see. Here it is. This is a this is a tweet from Phil Spencer, December of 2020, right? I think that's 2020, December 16th of 2020. He says, paying market funds so another console's base can't play a piece of content doesn't feel like growth. <laughs> Hang on a minute, Phil. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to let you finish. But Phil Spencer just had the greatest tweet of all time. Like this guy says paying market funds so another console base can't play a piece of content doesn't feel like growth. <laughs> hey, Phil. <laughs> You guys spent a lot of money on Bethesda and you did it so other consoles can't play the content. <laughs> Come on, Phil. You know, I I like you. I really do. I've always liked Phil. But what the frick, man? That uh, That's not really... Uh... <laughs> and the funny thing is, it, he's, he's saying it in response to somebody. I, I don't even know what they were saying. I don't even know what was going on. I really don't. I know. Ignore that. I just peeped you are live. Thanks for the tweet, Pharaoh. All right, let me see if we've got any coffee orders. If you guys want to keep the member goal going, every 25 I have to give five. You guys have been amazing. You guys have been amazing hitting those goals every single day. And the people who've been ordering the coffee, we ship that stuff so, so fast. Everybody that ordered yesterday, it's going out today. Going out today. Okay. <clears throat> rather lose cod uh way to share like you want microsoft to do i'm not sure what you guys are debating in chat by the way we should have 300 likes by now there's almost 700 people here give me my likes i, I bet we i was on fire for the first 30 minutes this morning uh anderson says your fear only work if they lock it behind a paywall and then stop selling it separate i don't think pay to play will ever go away but who knows I, listen to me, Anderson. This is not fear marketing. Just listen to me. Listen to me. The software market has accepted that. They're like, yeah, if you're big and you're dominant, you just go subscription fee. You have to understand something. These things go hand in hand, homie. If you're going to go subscription with your software, like Adobe Creative Suite, go try to buy Adobe Creative Suite. You can't. Go try to buy an Adobe product. You can't. Go try to buy Microsoft Office. You can't. Why do you think they're able to do that? Just just the, the simplest answer. The simplest answer. Why do you think they're able to do that? Market dominance. 
they're the only they're the only game in town they've shoved everybody else off the table which is why it was hilarious to read yesterday Microsoft accusing Sony of having self-interest in protecting their market dominance which is quite literally Microsoft's resume Microsoft, your resume is literally, we are really good at self-interest and protecting market dominance, but you don't like it when Sony does it. Come on. You can still buy Office, but good luck finding it. I thought they completely removed your ability to buy it. Or maybe they've moved toward that, so you might be able to still go buy old versions or something at Best Buy or something. I don't think you can buy it anymore. You can't do it with Creative Suite. You know, It's not an option. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when they're the only one you can go to for the software? Microsoft Office becomes endemic to the business world in America. I don't know about the rest of the world. They're it. And if you want to use Microsoft Office, you got to pay them that subscription. How many users do you have at your company? Uh, 300. Wonderful. You're going to need a license for each individual person. We sell them in batches. Yo! Reset with the 50 gifted member bomb. Holy frick. Just taking us all the way to Pound Town. This guy just absolutely just hijacking chat. You can buy it, but it's very well hidden. Okay, I misspoke then. I don't want to be inaccurate. I misspoke. Apparently, you can still buy Microsoft Office. I was under the impression you couldn't do that anymore. You can't do it with Creative Suite. I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. They updated the chat, by the way, Creature. Have you noticed this? You can literally, instead of having to click the three dots, you can just click on a message. You can. It's, it's an active window for click now. I can click on anything I want. That's awesome. Like, that's super easy. I don't have to click on their name. It just highlights the whole chat, the whole bar of what they've said. Great update. If you guys are enjoying the content, smash the like button. Watch as often as you can. That's the greatest way to get a gifted membership. Uh, A great way to support me, right? A great way to support me is to become a member. These people are getting a membership as the kindness of Rissick just dumped on chat. You can get your own membership for five bucks. Every, uh, every so many every so many membership milestones, we do really big things. So we're working our way towards 3,000 members for a Just Dance stream. I don't want to do them. That's why it's so high. Over the weekend, we did a Star Wars watch party. That's another incentive that you guys can unlock every month. I'm fairly certain that uh, we got that. Pause, Pound Town. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Don't focus on that. Don't focus on that, okay? Don't focus on that, Brooklyn Breed. All right? <laughs> He does not like my opinion on it. My opinion on what? Oh, Creature says, you're still not wrong. They are not the same versions. Okay. I don't think I want to go to Pound Town with Rissick. Listen, he flexed on chat. You want to flex back? Somebody gift more members than him. I don't make the rules. You going to stream Diablo Beta this weekend? Yeah, I'll be streaming it Friday night with Hilly. It'll be hilarious. That's members only, by the way. If you want to see me and a really funny British guy just laugh and act stupid and have some drinks, you're going to want to be a member for Friday night. Be here. It'll be a blast. My boss isn't happy with me watching this. I'm an air traffic controller. 
God Howard, good to see you here today. Eight months of membership. Glad to be a part of the Loney Ponies. Welcome back in. Thank you very much. Uh, Nola Origin says, PlayStation fans are just spoiled. They used to getting everything on their platform. Now Xbox got some exclusives. They're crying. Listen, listen, listen. As, as somebody, I like both platforms, but I obviously lean Sony. Most of that's because of my game preferences. Like, they have the games that I, I tend to like more. Now, Starfield could tip the scales. So could Doom. I love a good RPG. I want to be I want to be Captain Picard in Starfield. I love Doom, right? A British guy, yeah. But, but... I was honestly embarrassed at how untethered the PlayStation community became. I was like, what are y'all doing? This isn't surprising. It isn't surprising at all. It, it was like, yeah, the Hellblade stuff looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been excited about Hellblade for a while, but people that think Hellblade's coming soon, I was like, no, 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 no. It wasn't even in full production less than two years ago. Hellblade is not around the corner. Chill the frick out. Chill the frick out. To be fair, Microsoft did buy up some pretty dope IP. Misdirected frustration. Well, right. Like, I don't even get what the de- what the big deal is. It's like, so let, let me let me get this straight. You are you're surprised, shocked, and incensed that there was a Redfall PS5 version that got canceled. That's surprising to you. Sorry, I didn't have my big chat over here on the tickety talk. Again, if you guys want my interaction and my attention, you're way better off coming over to YouTube. Go to my profile and click on the link. Documents that the FTC wants, says Aaron, but Microsoft and Activision refuse to give them over. Do you think this will hurt them as it all in 10 year de- uh, as is all the 10 year deals in the Bethesda roadmap? Aaron, the FTC's motion to compel was granted by the judge two days ago. Microsoft's going to have to produce those documents. They're going to have to. And it's about to get real freaking interesting because we're going to get to see, I hope, the biggest thing I'm interested in, I want to see their own internal research on cannibalization with respect to buy-to-play players versus subscription players. I want to see that relationship because I think that is vitally important. You guys are trying to buy a portion of the market. We need to know what this does with respect to the economy of games and the revenue on games. You want to put everything behind a subscription fee? Okay, okay. What's the relationship between that subscription fee and buy-to-play? Because that can be completely disruptive to profit margins, and if that's completely disruptive to profit margins, you're going to have a financial incentive to shutter studios and projects. We need to know that. You think Microsoft buying studios and IP adds to gaming as a whole or takes away? I think it takes away. They have no incentive to make their own great games. I said this yesterday, Enzo Snopes. This is the thing that kills me. People keep saying, well, 10 years is enough time for Sony to make a Call of Duty rival. This is competition. How is this competition? You're just buying pre-existing IP and calling it your own. That's not innovation. That's not creating something new. What do you... What? Huh? It's not competitive. People keep saying, oh, one of the good things that'll come out of this deal is it'll force Sony to compete more and make better games. What do you mean? They're the market leader. They are competing. They're, in the realm of competition, they're winning. What do you mean they need to compete more? Microsoft needs to compete more. They're in third place. The idea that like, hey, 
the, the person who's third place in the game, we're gonna we're gonna give them a huge leg up, and it's gonna cause the person in first place to compete more. They are competing. They are. It doesn't make any sense. It's like what? This isn't competition. You're just buying existing stuff. We're going to get less games as a result of this, says Eugene. Microsoft could have taken the money and developed new properties. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's that, that would have been so much better. Invest in new property. Invest in innovation. Invest in your devs. In, invest in... You have more studios than Sony. Invest in them. What, what's going on here? Where is this weird, like, clouded vision of like, yeah, this is really going to force Sony to compete more? What? 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 Imagine take take half of the seventy billion. Just invest thirty five billion in your existing studios and properties. Stellar Blade, aka Project Eve, was announced as multi platform game and set community commu- uh, customer expectation up front. It suddenly became a PS five exclusive without explanation. Yeah, I see a lot of people bring up Stellar Blade. I do. I see a lot of people bring up Stellar Blade. And listen, I I don't like that. I don't. If a game walks out into the market and announces itself as multi-platform and you come behind and you make it you shrink it down to one platform I don't like that at all. I'll call foul on that. What, you think because you changed the name that makes that cool? Yeah, just create a COD competitor. (laughs) Just create a COD rival. Nobody's done it in the history of the game's existence. Like, what is it? Like, 400... Four, I think it's 400 million copies of COD in the history of the franchise and the closest competitor is Battlefield and they have like, what, like 80 million? They don't even have 100 million? <laughs> they're close. Their closest competitor isn't even a competitor. Eugene says, get used to it. It's going to happen more. Oh yeah, we're in the content war, baby. We're in a content war. Console war? <laughs> There's no console war anymore, Grandpa. This is a content war. You buy up that content, baby. That's ours. That's ours. That's ours. That's ours. That's ours. Let me ask you something. I don't care what side you choose for. Do you think that's good for you? you think that's good for you? Property getting bought up? Property getting siloed off. Sony owns Bungie. Oh, so? All future Bungie uh, titles will be multi-platform. That was baked into the contract. Go read it. All future titles from Bungie, not just Destiny, all future titles from Bungie will be multi-platform. That's a, that's a very specific contract. Yeah, the great consolidation. Without Sony, Stellar Blade would have been canceled, and when it was announced, platforms were never announced even though it debuted at the PlayStation Showcase. Gop, I saw... I don't know how to say your name, by the way. Is it just Gopzilla? I saw a, a picture of its former name before it was called Stellar Blade, and it did have all the platforms listed at the bottom, and I think that's what people are taking an issue with. Now, if Sony stepped in, saved the project from utter ruin, and said, listen, if we're going to invest in this, we need new terms... You know, if they step in and save the project, I, I'm not going to call foul there. I would say the same thing with Xbox. 
Didn't Xbox do that with Psychonauts 2? Okay, it's Guap. Got it. Didn't they step in with Psychonauts 2 and basically save it? I don't care that they did exclusivity with Psychonauts 2. That's fine. That's fine. Like, if you step in, I'm not going to hold some company to be like, Hey, there, there, there's an image of another game title uh, from a year or two ago, and the Xbox logo's at the bottom. And I was really looking forward to a game that I knew nothing about. I mean, shut the frick up. You, come on. We're all playing the same game. You're all playing the same game. Man said guap. Gu- guap. It says, uh, listen, he, he just spelled it. G-W-A-P, guap. Come on, man. Cut me some slack. I called somebody Devin the other name, and I'm fairly certain his name is Davon. <laughs> No, 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 it's Trev, it was Trayvon. I called him Trevin. <laughs> no, no, was that the joke? I said Devin, and I was like, oh, that's probably not Devin, it's Davon. And I said, we need a new skit, and it's the polar opposite of A.A.Ron, you know? It's a substitute teacher that has no idea how to pronounce those names. <laughs> It'd be a super nerdy white guy being like, yes, Trevin? You mean Trayvon? Yes, Trevin. <laughs> no, it's Trayvon. Like, that would be hilarious. We don't need another AA Ron. We need Trevin. <laughs> I don't remember anyone saying Bethesda games won't be exclusive. Nobody said that. No, 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 no. If you, if you, okay, let me give you my summary. Let me give you my summary. We are an hour into the show, so I'm going to give you guys a recap. A great way to say, hey man, thanks for doing that recap and showing me appreciation is smash the like button. Consider becoming a member. It's the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat, or you can click the join button. It supports me directly. You get a badge, you get emotes, and you get into my members-only Discord, as well as my members-only live shows. Cowboy says, Lono, what are your thoughts on the graphics of Hellblade 2 looking not as good as the previous video shown? Listen, listen. I did not realize that the very first trailer of Senua singing was in Engine. I didn't realize that. I thought that was just the actor with makeup on. I thought the second trailer that was gameplay trailer was in Engine, not rendered live recording, according to the one of the developers from Ninja Theory. So I'm like, what? I didn't realize that that first trailer of her with like, she's got like the red makeup on and she's like, nah, and she's like making her face crazy and singing. I had no idea that that was apparently using the engine to create that. I thought that was just a live, I thought that was a live action trailer. So yes, it has degraded since then. I will admit that it looks a little uncanny valley. It looks a little weird. So big evil. Thank you so much for four months. It was a tech demo. Yeah, I'm not willing to go on 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 like the attack and be like, look at this visual downgrade. It was a tech demo. I'm a huge Hellblade fan. I hope they absolutely nail it. I really, really do. I hope Xbox does not make them push it out before it's ready. They were not even in full production less than two years ago. That I want that game to be get given as much time as it possibly could get. So, all right, let me give you the recap, especially because Orphan Twin just gifted 10 members. That is so generous. Thank you so much, sir. 66 members on the day. All right. You guys, and a Brooklyn Breed got one. All right, here we go. So, let me give you the recap. I got to get ready. It's a long one. I'm going to try and make it quick. Too long, didn't read. 
It became officially confirmed by the game director of Arcane that there was a Redfall PS5 version in development that was canceled after the acquisition of ZeniMax Bethesda. This seemingly, for some strange reason, lit the world on fire. I did not find this to be surprising at all. In the middle of 2020, when the Bethesda acquisition took place, I just assumed that a Starfield version for PS5 and a Redfall version for PS5 were in development because that's how development cycles work. You're two years away from the apparent launch date of these games. They're in development. You had versions for these platforms. So when you announced that they were exclusive... It stands to reason that those versions were shuttered, canceled, or stopped. People are going beyond just being irritated or upset about this. They are accusing Phil Spencer of lying. So I attempted to substantiate the claims that Phil Spencer is lying. Many of the people on Twitter that were accusing him of lying were putting out quotes like, regardless of the platform. And I kept saying... Where did you get that quote? Where did Phil say, oh yeah, we want our games to be able to be played no matter what platform you're on? There is only one quote where I could find where Phil Spencer used the word platforms plural and it was platforms where Game Pass exists. That's a qualifying statement, meaning you can't rip that out of context. Now, there were also quotes recently from an Xbox on interview where Phil Spencer said there's no example of us taking a Bethesda title or something of Bethesda from the PlayStation community that they had. He's referring to the games that you already have. There's no example of them coming in and taking milliseconds after he says that he goes into another sentence where he says minecraft minecraft dungeons minecraft legends like we continue to support those games and update those games so the context of that discussion when he was talking on xbox one has nothing to do with redfall and yet you will find people on twitter that conveniently cut that clip short to make it seem like phil spencer said we never took anything from bethesda but they cut the they cut the quote short to misrepresent him you're not, you're, you're not gaining any ground by acting self-righteous about somebody lying while lying yourself. If there's one thing that I actually feel genuine, healthy hatred for, it's people that act self-righteous about dishonesty while being a liar. I absolutely, in a deep, hot fire of, of healthy hate, I hate that. That should be destroyed and called out whenever it's seen. It's disgusting. You're you're not doing anything. You, You are worse than the thing you're claiming. You're misrepresenting a man, libelously calling him something that he isn't, based on your own lies and your own misrepresentations. Reprehensible. Stop it. Okay? Now, I did find a Todd Howard quote that I actually think is grounds for irritation. I do. I think this Todd Howard quote right here, you have every right, you have every right to to be upset about this quote. There's healthy hatred, yes. Yeah. Healthy hatred and healthy anger. You should be angry and you should hate injustice and and evil and bad things. You should. It should should make you feel a sense of indignation and we should seek to blot it out. Yeah. This quote right here came literally the day after the acquisition was announced on the heels of the Xbox blog post. This one right here, you guys go to town. 
you go to town. You have every right to say, hey, what Todd Howard said this. What did Todd Howard mean when he said this? Todd Howard gave assurances to Sony Bethesda fans right here. He says, like our original partnership, this one is about more than one system or one screen. So he's literally saying that nothing's changing. Like our original partnership, this one, the new one, is about more than one system or one screen. So you want to call somebody out for saying something that didn't shake out to be true. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It's not Phil Spencer. It's not. Now, I'm not calling Todd Howard a liar. I think Todd Howard might have just been in the dark about where things were headed. I think he might have been in the dark. <laughs> I, I think he might have been like, hey, 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 hey. They're, they're going to empower us. You know, we're we're going to keep things going. It's going to be great. And then a week later, he sits down with Phil and Phil's like, it's an interesting blog that you wrote there. That's not going to happen. Starfield for PS5, Redfall for PS5. Shut that sh- down. Because from the very beginning, I think Phil has been very careful with his corporate speak. Very, very careful with his corporate speak. Yeah, I saw you saying that in the Discord. Derek said that he went to pre-order the Burning Shores on his PlayStation and there was an update. And the PlayStation Plus and the PlayStation Store interface has been updated and it looks much better. That, that, That was one of my primary things that I said they needed to improve early this year. Did you say dark? I, I I I already called out Doc Dark's video. I said it's good. People should watch it. His video about this was very good. Makes you question why this arcane dev said this. Yeah, I mean, do you guys think that for do you guys think that he's like wanting to disrupt the deal? I don't know. It it didn't sound that way because he linked it to good things. He linked it to good things. Are you going to cover CS2? No. I, I have no reason to cover that. I don't, have a, I don't have anything to say about that. I don't play that game. I don't talk about that game. I'm not interested in that game. My audience wouldn't give a rip about what I say about that game. We covered the CS2 thing as an upload, and none of y'all wanted to watch the video. That video did very well because Google grabbed it. If Google wouldn't have grabbed that video, that video would be dead in the water. My audience does not give a rip about that. <coughs> Uh Oh, all right. We'll fix that later. Let him know we'll fix it, creature. It was probably just a simple mistake. Um Creature says it doesn't matter. The game director's in the bottom of a river by now. Yeah, if you listen to what he said, let me let me pull let me let me pull it up. It's at the top of my it's at the top of my document today. He continued. So this is one thought, all right? I want you to hear this as one thought. So the game director from Arcane said, we got bought by Microsoft, and that was a huge C change. Capital letter C change, big change. They said, no PlayStation 5. Now we're going to do Game Pass, Xbox, and PC. He continued, support from Game Pass and have to worry about one less platform, one less complexity, and Game Pass has a ton of people that can play. It could be our biggest game ever because of the 30 million Game Pass numbers or whatever the number is. 
So that's like one thought in his mind. I don't think he's bringing this up to be like, yeah, I'm totally going to light the world on fire right now. And here's something you have to consider. People came to me yesterday with this and I was like, okay. Like that was the depth of my emotional response. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I don't understand. Doc Dark isn't a real Xbox fan. He's pulling a Mads Gaming. It's easy to flip-flop on the Xbox size and use Xbox fans for views and money. I'm going to absolutely blow you up right now. You ready? You aren't ready for this. I'm going to logically destroy what you just wrote. It's super easy. Anybody who reads what you just wrote can see it if they just take a second to think. What you just said about Doc Dark, who's a friend of mine and a friend of the show... What you just said about him betrays your own presumption, assumption, and definition. According to you, he's not a real Xbox fan. Why? Because he flip-flopped. He didn't he didn't tow the party line. You just betrayed immense tribalistic bias. He's only a real Xbox fan if he never disagrees with your sentimentality if he never disagrees with what the Xbox what, what what the Xbox community thinks so he's only a real Xbox fan if he toes the party line with no respect deserved or earned get the frick out of here with that crap that's garbage i had people saying that about me on twitter i was saying yeah you out here trying to get sony fans love and now you're flip-flopping or or Hold on to your hat. Maybe my brain is bigger than the caveman, tribalistic idiot who's just like, oog, oog, Sony. Like, maybe Doc Dark is more intelligent than the average, like, false binary Neanderthal who's like, Xbox or die. Shut up. Nobody respects you. Nobody takes you serious when you act like that. You look like a clown. You look like a clown. You think anybody takes that serious? You're like NPCs in a video game playing a role. Yep. Here come all the fans who just scream and shout and will support anything Xbox does. Here come all the NPCs that will support Sony no matter what Sony does. You look like NPCs in a video game. No one takes you serious. No one respects you. You're predictable and uninteresting. Oh, what are you going to say? What are you going to say that's original? What are you going to say that's thoughtful? What are you going to say that hasn't been said by somebody else? What? What are you going to say? You're just playing a role that thousands of other people are willing to play that's that's uninteresting that's boring that's boring oh no I loved yesterday on Twitter when you said you didn't just watch the video but you listened such a huge piece of nuance missing these days from the Twitter echo chamber there's a guy who thinks Starfield is a timed exclusive I don't think it's a timed exclusive. It's just a fun theory. It's just a fun theory. I'm gonna buy Starfield on my Series X. It's just a fun theory. The first 10 seconds of that video is, this is just a theory that I have, you know, that I that I think I, there's some evidence for. 
I'm cool with Doc Dark. It's fun for him while he's getting some kind of shine. It's not hard to read people. We've seen many do this. Once again, though, Andrew Wilkins, expands your mind. Expand your mind, Andrew. You're literally saying, he, yeah, he's getting his shine, but, but he's doing the same thing these other people over here did. Maybe Doc Dark just has genuine thoughts that don't fit into a rigid category. Do you, do you understand? Like maybe, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't just hook, line, and sinker agree with every single thing that that the Xbox fans, you know, put out there. Please take me serious. I'm right too often not to be taken serious. You, you typed that sentence and you meant it. You actually typed that and you expect people to read that and be like, I'm, I'm supposed to read that and not laugh at that. Okay. <clears throat> Doc Dark's genuine to the core. Uh, Puerto Rock is one of the most solid individuals commenting on gaming too. Great family. Yeah, I've not I've not been able to see any of his stuff. It's just it's way too easy. It's way too easy to call somebody's integrity and honesty into question because they say something you don't like. That is just weak cowardice. Thank you so much for sending some chili. What is that? Chili pepper? Thanks for sending that over here. You guys that support me on the Tickety Talk, I greatly appreciate it. Again, you're better off coming to YouTube. Go to my profile, click on the link, come to YouTube, become a member if you want to support me. I, I they, Doing that over here, they give us like nothing on the Tickety Talk. Save your money. I'm dead serious. I get like pennies on the day for those gifts. Don't do it. Either do like a membership. I would actually just do a membership on YouTube. Save your money. Doc admittedly just started playing video games, so he loves Xbox, but without all the nostalgic attachment. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, the guy just got into video games, like, and it's so clear he goes where he feels he gets the best value. It's so clear. He just goes where he gets the best value. And people think, like, oh, yeah, this is our boy here. He's Xbox. He's ride or die. He very clearly is all about video games. Like... (laughs) He doesn't have some allegiance to a color. The only person he's he has allegiance to, he said this himself, is Jesus. And in that, he's my brother. But I, he doesn't have allegiance to a console. You shouldn't either. It's weird. It's so weird. Thank you, DB Cooper, for upgrading your membership or coming back as a VIP+. Plus. Imagine, imagine treating any other piece of hardware like that. I wear Bose headphones. I'm here to tell you, anybody out there who buys Sony headphones or Sennheiser, they're freaking losers, man. They're so dumb. Like, who would do that? Who would do that? Why would you do that about hardware? It's bizarre. If you haven't played on Xbox, Game Pass has such amazing value. Oh, yeah, like if you're new... If you're new to the ecosystem, oh my gosh, yeah, it's a freaking... And I think, listen, I love Doc, but I think his bias toward Game Pass is because of that. Like, he's like, oh, there's so many great games, there's so many great games. I'm like, Doc, homie, those games are ancient though, bro. Those are all old games. But that's why it has great value to him. What that shows you is, 
value is subjective. Value is subjective. He's getting a 10. He's getting a 9. He's getting a 9 out of 10 value from Game Pass. A lot of us are like, I've, I've been on Game Pass for years, brother. There's nothing over there for me. And both people are right. I'm, I'm not pushing for relativism. What a bankrupt worldview. I'm not pushing for relativism. But in the realm of subjective value transmission to the consumer, both people can be right. I just think it, it makes him give Game Pass a pass. He gives it a pass too much. It's like, there's just not enough there. The cadence of games has been really bad. Insomniac Black with a $5 tip through Super Chat. For the anime watchers, basically Xbox is on their light Yagami Aizen Palpatine. People at work love the spice lately. Thank you so much, Insomniac Black. I appreciate the $5 tip. I, um... I, I don't let people like you hang out here, by the way. I don't let parody accounts hang out because you're self-referential, distracting, and annoying. Go somewhere else. This is my show, not yours. Game Pass is great for us old gamers, too. Lono, Game Pass has many, many new games. Legend says, Lono, uh, Reforge, definitely would love talking uh, talk gaming with you on my YouTube channel, bro. Would you be down to talk? I, d- I don't know who you are. I, so I'm not that's not shade I don't know I don't know who you are Mm-mm. I I probably would have to say no I'm incredibly busy I've, I've already had a couple of people reach out about podcasts I don't I don't take invites from people I'm I'm not familiar with you got I gotta kind of get to know you that's not me being kind uh, unkind or dismissive I just that that's not something I, this is this is what I do full time like I don't have the time to be like well it's just Let's just go hang out and talk with anybody who wants to. I, I I just don't have the ability to do that. What if you stand for lies? What are you talking about? What lies? I love, uh, love all these years both anyway, says Harry. You broke uh need to get a job and buy exclusives where they are. Oh, stop it. Doc uh, had actually played PlayStation games before Xbox because his son has a PlayStation 4 and he bought his son a PS5 as well. <clears throat> Imagine if Game Pass didn't have all those EA titles. Yeah, it'd be pretty. It'd, it'd be pretty thin. It'd be pretty thin. I don't know if people think Game Pass is bad and offers nothing. What do they think of PS Plus? Well, I mean, one of the things I think people forget is that it again is subjective. It's subjective. So the value that I get from PS Plus, I've said recently, I don't get that much value from it. I get pretty decent value from the from the trials, but I said a late adopter to PS5 is going to get way more value from PS Plus than I am because Horizon Forbidden West just hit that, and there's all these great games that they probably haven't even bought or played yet because they've been waiting to get a PS5. So again, that value is subjective. So again, you you can't if somebody says Game Pass offers nothing, they're right for themselves. It's like there's nothing over there for me. It's all old games. It's all games I've played. Where's the cadence of big AAA games? Bill Spencer said, you know, a big AAA game what? Like every quarter or whatever he said? Where where are they? They didn't happen. Now that's not me saying he's a liar. Game Pass has been stacked this year. What are you talking about? yes, once all those games come out, Microsoft is literally making good on what Game Pass is supposed to do. You don't get credit for that. 
boss, boss, I- I'm going to show up on time all this year. You better imagine being late all last year. You're always late to your job. You're constantly not there on time. And then you really commit to this year being on time. Great. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, the cadence of games last year was bad. Microsoft has owned this. Even Xbox fans have owned this. The, the, the cadence of games last year was, was abysmal for Game Pass. It was non-existent. So when they start delivering games this year, good job. Thanks for doing what you're supposed to do. That's literally what, what it's, what's supposed to happen. Hi-Fi Wolong Atomic Heart once a month. Mark, do you honestly, do, do, do you think when you type that, you're educating me? Like, I don't realize that? Did you listen to anything that I just said? That's literally what Game Pass is supposed to do. They're gonna have a great year. You mean it's doing what it promised? That's a weird way to look at just making good on your commitments. But... PS Plus has zero value for me. All the games I really want, I buy them. That's why I'm on the PS Plus normal. Yeah, everybody everybody lands on these subscription services differently. <clears throat> Lono the expert on late. <laughs> People too concerned about how many, how many uh, A's a game has uh, than at good games. Master Jazz... You think people are too concerned with how many A's that the game has? Ask Phil Spencer about that. He made commitments to Game Pass and AAA game cadence that they didn't make good on. Go talk to him about caring too much about how many A's are in the game. He's, he's, that's that's him. Are you going to cover the game everywhere? Seems like a sleeper that will maybe rival GTA. Am I going to cover the game everywhere? Wait, is there a game called Everywhere? That's that. I, that's a crypto game, isn't it? I mean, many companies fall short on their commitments, so I would say it's almost above and beyond to deliver what you promise these days, actually. Well, that is an absolute goalpost shift if I've ever seen one. Well. <laughs> game companies almost never make good on their promises. So if you make good on your promise, whew, you are really going above and beyond. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Imagine imagine saying that in any other circumstances. Jokes on all the console kids. I wait two years for these exclusives to come to PC. That's right. Underachieving is now overachieving. <laughs> it's true? No, it's not true. That's not true. That's your opinion. I don't agree with that. No, nobody's going to say that. Oh, they, they made good on their promise. That is going above and beyond these days. No, no, nobody, nobody's going to say that. Nobody's going to agree to that. That's absurd. You can have that opinion if it helps you feel more satisfied with what you get. But that's not true. <laughs> that's just an opinion. It was still good last year, just not first party. Listen, Mark, 
that's your subjective value transmission it is a fact you're saying yeah it was good last year just no first party you're not disagreeing with me all I've ever said was the cadence of AAA games is what Game Pass needs to level out. It's too lopsided. It's too dependent on shovelware and indie titles. <clears throat> it needs a better cadence of AAA games. And I said at the beginning of this year, I said it looks like Microsoft is in a prime position to have a very good year because they're going to hit that cadence of games. They're going to have that regular flow of really big, really good games. Now, I want to I want to bring things back to the topic because we're we're we're, well, we're we're often like insecure about Game Pass land because like I I said something about Game Pass and like everybody's having to take up the mantle and defend their girlfriend Game Pass. I don't understand why this happens. It's not that it's not that big of a deal. It's not that serious. I literally make space for it to be subjectively valuable to you and you guys feel like you have to defend it. That's a sign of insecurity. Like I literally make space and say it's the subjective value of Game Pass lands on people differently and I got people in my chat right now taking up for Game Pass. There's no reason to defend Game Pass. Like you don't need to do that. Nobody insulted your honor or or your wife or your girlfriend. It's 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 just a freaking subscription service, okay? If I start talking about how I canceled Netflix because I didn't feel like there was anything worth watching, you don't need to take up for Netflix and be like, "Well, I love Netflix because Netflix is great stuff." All last year, Netflix. You don't need to do that, okay? You you don't need to do that. I want to know what you guys think about Redfall PS5 canceled affecting the ABK deal. Right? I actually think this is going to have an effect in the ABK deal. I was like, countdown to like six days or less, this is going to get mentioned in the ABK deal. I th- I think. I think. I think so. Just giving out opinions, champ? No. No, or just having conversation? No, no. The way you guys were pushing it and the way you guys were framing it, you were framing it as if I was dogging on Game Pass. You guys, assertions are not neutral. It wasn't just a, well, I love Game Pass. Things were being phrased in a way as if you were putting out a counter narrative. I I wasn't dogging on Game Pass. Did it say why it was canceled? No. No. the, The game director just said that once it went through... They said, "Yeah, we'll. Uh, it's it's just going to be on on uh, Game Pass, Xbox, and PC. So, CMA is going to say divest. Eugene says it's a torpedo for sure. I don't know if it's the torpedo. Master Jazz says it has no effect. Oh, I think this is getting brought up, hundred percent. I don't think it affects it," says Solemn. I don't think a big point of Microsoft is we don't do exclusives. It's that Sony doesn't have the right to be mad about exclusives when they live off of and make deals to do so. Okay, but see, this is a perfect time to put on display. Arguing against something Sony never said is a waste of time. People do this all the time with me. They argue against things I never said, which is why I just said, like, guys, I'm not talking bad about Game Pass. You don't need to frame your responses as if I was was dogging on Game Pass. Sony has never said... Sony has never expressed anger about exclusives. That is emotional projection. It's also a straw man. It's a total straw man fallacy. Sony has not walked out and said, Hey, you can't do exclusives. Never said that. 
They've never said that. They've talked about the economic endemic nature of Call of Duty to their revenue streams. That's a business argument. That's not them being angry about exclusives. Also, any reference to Zenimax has been simply to put on display that behavioral remedies aren't good enough because they argued that they had no incentive to make Zenimax properties exclusive. Everybody keeps taking that and flipping it on its head so they can dodge it. They're trying to dodge it. They're like, oh, so Microsoft's not allowed to do exclusives? Nobody said that. Shut up. Nobody said that. Sony didn't say that. You're dodging. You are dodging. What they're saying is twofold. Call of Duty is endemic to our revenue. Our competitor wants to buy it. That gives them power over our revenue. That can't be a thing. Second thing they say. They made similar arguments about Zenimax that they're making now about ABK. Behavioral remedies are not enough here because it didn't do anything to Zenimax. They immediately turned around and everything was exclusive. I didn't say that either. But you did. But you did. The mi- You did say that. L- listen to what you said, Solemn. I don't think a big point of Microsoft is we don't do exclusives. It's that Sony doesn't have the right to be mad about exclusives when they live off of it and make deals to do so. You're asserting, you are asserting so much in that statement. You're asserting that Sony's mad about exclusives and they live off of them. Those are both unsubstantiated. Those aren't true. (laughs) They live off of exclusives. Yeah, they said that. Do we really need to go and read the document because it talked about how potential return on first parties would be affected? Potential incentive to invest in first parties would be effective? They live off of third-party games. That, that That's not what that said. They're not mad about exclusives either. Sony has zero rights to do anything to do with COD, Activision... Sony has zero right to do anything to do with COD. Never said they did. Activision could choose on their own to no longer put it on the Sony platform. Yes. Sure. No one's arguing that. Again, you're arguing against points nobody's making. There's like a phantom in the room that you're talking to. You're not talking to me. That's nothing that I've said. That's nothing that Sony has said. Sony hasn't said they have a right to Call of Duty. They haven't said that. They have a symbiotic relationship with the publisher. 13% of Activision's revenue came from Sony. So sure, Activision could just choose to no longer put it on their platform. Do you think the shareholders would be cool with that? Sony's protected at some level by Blizzard Activision's fiduciary duty to their shareholders. You think the shareholders of Blizzard Activision would be okay with billions of monies lost over the years? Because you want to get in a petty argument with Sony? Hey, 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 being petty don't help my shares. Being petty don't help our margins. You can't cut off Sony. I didn't say they are mad about exclusives. I said they don't have a right to. <laughs> that's that's very slick. Yeah, they don't have a right to be mad. 
I didn't say they were mad. I just said they don't have a right to be mad. (laughs) What's the point in saying that then? Saying you don't have a right to be mad about exclusives, you do exclusives, passively asserts that they're angry about 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 exclusives. I wouldn't use they can't get mad. It was faster and shorter to write any in any other way. It doesn't matter how you wrote it. You establish a position that's unsubstantiated. Sony has not taken issue with this because of exclusives. That is simply false. It's exhausting to have to keep going back here, especially with intelligent people like you. It's not about exclusives. You making about exclusives is a complete red herring. It, it isn't about exclusives. None of Sony's concern is like, oh, whoa, 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 exclusives? Dad, we, we can't have that. that. That's not central to the argument at all. I have to limit. I mean, I know you're limited on character, but you you made it about them being angry, which isn't true. You made it about exclusives, which also isn't true. None of Sony's concern has been about exclusives. That is such a false framing and such a false narrative. It that's literally like the that's the slanted like YouTubers approach to this. I'm not calling anybody out, but that is so the way people keep doing this. Sony's hypocritical. Sony's 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 being hypocritical, making this a, nobody can have exclusives, just them. That has nothing to do with anything they've said. That's a red herring and a dodge. They took issue with it because of the possibility of Microsoft making COD exclusive that they acquire, which is exclusivity. Yes, and focusing on the exclusivity is again that's a, that's a fantastic dodge. That is not what they're talking about. Five dollar tip from Perfect Image. Nobody understands that after a 10-year deal, no more new caught after that. Why do Xbox players thinking Sony is the bad guy? It's not our fault studios want PlayStation. Sony's concern is their bottom line. Right. Exclusivity is a red herring. They're, they're, they're not talking about exclusivity. They're talking about that is endemic to our revenue streams. A direct competitor suddenly owning something endemic to our revenue streams, we cannot abide that. That is not tenable for us. Because, oh, yeah, they're against exclusivity. No, they're not. They're against having their revenue disrupted. Like, those aren't the same. Those are not equal. You're trying to make those things equal, and they're not equal. Sony doesn't, Sony really doesn't want Microsoft to have exclusives. Nope. No. They, they didn't try to stop the Bethesda deal. They didn't, they didn't say that they can't make Starfield and Redfall exclusive. Oh, but they brought up ZeniMax. Yes, they brought up ZeniMax to demonstrate that behavioral remedies will not be enough given the argumentation that Microsoft used about ZeniMax. It's, it's so pedestrian to have to keep going back and explaining this. This is so Bush League. This is entrance-level argumentation understanding. Like... You're just getting, you're getting false framing from people and it bakes itself into the schema of your mind and then you use phrases like that. Everybody does it, not just Solemn. Everybody does this. It's like you read enough blogs, you read enough tweets, you watch enough YouTube videos and it gets baked into your schema. Yeah, Sony's mad about exclusives. Where the frick did that come from? It didn't come from the documents. It didn't. It came from propaganda. 
it's just it's baked into people's brains now it's like they can't talk about it you're like well i was just using less words because of youtube no that's a backpedal you used phrasing that all these other anti-sony people have used it's baked into the dialogue now and it's a false framing I'm not talking about first-party exclusive games from Microsoft Studios nor ZeniMax. When I say exclusive, I mean making ABK titles exclusive, not existing first-party games. Right. And that is not what Sony is calling foul on. Sony is bringing up Call of Duty and exclusivity as attached to the real big issue. The real big issue is revenue disruption. You keep saying this mystery. I want to see Reforge Gaming versus Plume Network. I don't know who that is. Listen, I am way too busy to know who all these content creators are, okay? I know people are reacting to my clips and, you know, they want to make fun of me and say nasty things. Listen, if you react to my clips and you have to resort to insults, it just says way more about you as a person. If you lack the intellect and the ability to debate with what I say or dissect what I say with reason, logic, and maybe some business acumen, maybe some legal terminology, if you lack that ability and you just resort to insults, it's fine to just passively admit you can't keep up. That's totally fine. I'm not bothered by that if people want to do that. Now, if people want to come on my show or have me on their show and have an actual cordial conversation, I'm totally fine with that too. I would welcome it as long as I was given a fair shake and wasn't like muted and 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 treated disrespectfully. I would never do that to anybody that came on my show either. Hang on, I'm trying to read what's did Solemn. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I already read that. I already read that. Paul says, the last deal was not the same at all. No one ever said games would stay on other platforms. No concessions or commitments have ever been made. False. That's false. It's the same argumentation. That's false framing, Paul, and you know it. I, I didn't say that the last deal was the same. I'm very careful in the words that I choose to use, and you, much like Solemn, are now arguing against something I never said. It's a wonderful argumentation tactic, by the way. It's wonderfully distracting and flat tire to make me keep going back and say, I didn't say that. It's a wonderful tactic that I'm growing very tired of. I didn't say the deals are exactly the same way. I said, they're using the same argumentation. And the FTC agrees. They do. The FTC agrees. In their motion to compel, they brought this up. So, I'm not saying they're exactly the same. I'm saying, I'm justifying Sony's concern. I'm justifying the inquiry into the ZeniMax deal. What was your what was your incentive to make all these things uh, exclusive? Because you said you didn't have incentives to make them exclusive. You were going to handle it on a case-by-case basis. Wonderful. Let's accept that is true. I'm not saying they lied. I'm not saying they went back on concessions. I'm saying that's your argumentation, right? Let's play another logic game. This is always fun, right? Let's use the logic of the previous agreements and play a logic game. Let's do it. Let's do a logic game. Since I'm being told they're not the same, let's play a logic game then. $5 tip from Liquid Think. Do you think the reason maybe third parties run worse on Xbox is because of market share uh, and preference for optimization? Hogwarts runs so bad on my Series X. It could be that. It could also just be uh, differences in the architecture, differences in how they process things. I don't actually know. It's a case-by-case thing. Uh, perfect image with a $2 tip. Do you think I'm right? 
in some sense of the last text. Oh gosh. I'm 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 not rewinding chat. No, I'm not rewinding chat. Put it put it in the chat again. Okay, here's the deal. Let's play a logic game. Here's the logic game. Microsoft says we have no incentive to withhold Zenimax properties from from rival consoles. Okay? We have we have no we have no incentive. However, we're going to handle it as a case by case basis. Okay? So those things are logically linked. Okay, cool. We'll grant that. Got a question for you. You made Redfall and Starfield exclusive. Phil Spencer has spoken about Elder Scrolls as if it, it will be exclusive. So let's apply the logic. What incentive did you find in this case-by-case basis to make those things exclusive? Don't you see? That's a logical and fair inquiry based on Microsoft's own statements. That's fair. That's logical. It's not inflammatory. I'm not accusing them of lying. I'm not saying they went back on their word. I'm not. I'm saying, hey, I trust you. You told the truth. You told the truth. You didn't have an incentive to withhold the the property from the rival consoles, but you'll handle it on a case-by-case basis. Wonderful. Walk us through how you arrived at those decisions for Starfield, Redfall, and Elder Scrolls. Walk us through it. What incentives did you find to shutter projects that were already in development loss of work loss of productivity what what uh what were the incentives that got you to there because because that would give us a test case for how you're going to handle abk property right we're making a decision about abk and you're saying the same thing you're saying we don't have an incentive and ability to make call of duty exclusive oh okay cool you don't have an incentive. Okay. But you said that about Zenimax, and then you somehow found incentives to do it. So walk us through that. What's different about this? What's different about all the ABK property compared to the Zenimax property? What's different? Help us understand. You're telling the truth. Then walk us through it. Lono, it's worse than that, says Eugene. They say case by case, outline all the factors that they'd use, and then they say even after analyzing all the factors, they can't imagine a case where they'd have an incentive. You guys hear what Eugene just said? Like, it's worse than that. They didn't just say they don't have an incentive. They said, listen, there's all these things we're going to analyze. There's all these factors. Even in those situations, we can't imagine not having an incentive. Do you want what's gonna, you want what's going to be remarkable? is if we get a look at what they concluded about Starfield and Redfall, and they didn't do any of that. They didn't walk through any of those factors. They didn't use any of those to decide whether or not they would make those exclusive. They just immediately said, nope, those are exclusive. That will be damning. It'll be damning. You told us you didn't have an incentive. You told us in a case-by-case basis you were going to use these factors to decide whether or not you would restrict these properties from rival consoles, and you didn't do that. You didn't use those factors. You didn't use those incentive weights and those risk assessments. You didn't do that. So you went back on your word. Do you see how that is? Like, that would prove they went back on their word. 
Orphan Twin says, important. Your point about it being a content war, not a console war, is a huge point. You could have ended the stream after that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And people are like, oh, incentives change. That's hand-waving. Oh, incentives change. Okay, sure. Walk us through it. What happened? Not that hard. You're a business, aren't you? You did risk assessment. This was a business decision, wasn't it? This was something that was thought about, discussed. There'll be a paper trail. Right? You guys you guys said in these case-by-case basises, you were going to use these factors to come to the decision. Okay, walk us through it. Where, where, where'd you do that? Oh, you didn't. Oh. Hmm. Well, that kind of makes all your argumentation right now pretty weak because you did this before you said this before and you didn't do any of the things that you said you were going to do it's their IP they don't have to run through the factors for deciding if they're exclusive you're arguing semantics you're damn right I'm arguing semantics that's quite literally what all this rests on you're arguing semantics yeah I am If they tell the regulators we have no incentive to do this, these are the factors we're going to use to decide. The regulators in this ABK deal, they have every right to say, hey, walk us through how you did that. Walk, walk us through how, how you did that. What were the, how do these factors you know, weigh in on Starfield and Redfall with respect to revenue incentives? Walk us... Walk us through that, please. So you didn't do any of the things you said you were going to do. Okay. That's got to be considered. If, if you tell me that you're going to buy property behind my house and I have the ability to stop it and you tell me, listen, man, I have no incentive to chop all those trees down. And, and I'm going to handle each tree in a case-by-case basis. I'm going to have arborists come in. They're going to measure the tree's life, whether they're sick. We're going to do all these things to decide whether or not we should chop those trees down. And honestly, after all of that, I still don't think we're going to chop any of the trees down. Okay, great. And I let you buy the property behind my house. And two days later, you chop all the trees down. I think it would be fair for me to say, hmm, it seems like your case-by-case analysis of those trees was really fast, and it also seems like you didn't really do any of the stuff that you said you were going to do. Can, can you walk me through how many arborists came out here? How many trees were sick? How many trees needed to be cut down for the sake of the, the health of the land? Oh, oh, you didn't do any of that. Oh, so you went back on your word. Wonderful. Now I have grounds to sue you. You... you you lied to me in legal documentation. Like, you, you misrepresented your intentions and what you were going to do. That will give the FTC grounds to say, no, we're blocking this deal. You, you did this before, and you didn't do any of the things you said you were going to do. Perfect image with the $2 tip. Am I right after 10-year deal, no more COD? I covered that yesterday. I, I'm pretty sure that's what they're hinting at. Yes, in the most recent documentation. Yo, what's good, Ginger? He says, let's get the likes to 500. Thank you, Ginger. Joe Vivian gifts a member taking it to 67 we're two away from a great number. 
<laughs> Facts. Love that analogy. Their property, their trees, bro. You tree shill. <laughs> their property, their trees, bro. Yeah, you shill. I agree they can't use the same argument this time around. It's clear they have to make a lot of concessions, and again, it's a great play, as they wanted to keep the games on the consoles anyway. Thank you, Paul. That's the main thing that I think people miss in this. Sounds like material misrepresentation to me. Mm-hmm. That's the point. You, This is exactly what should be happening. People are like, the deal's going through. Get over it, pony. Sit down and let me tell you a story. And the story starts in September. Are you ready? Ready for story time, you child? I open the book. Huh, in September? It's really weird. They offered Sony three additional years of Call of Duty. Is that still happening? No. Aw, what happened? Regulatory process happened, and we're getting concessions. We're getting adjustments. We're getting specificity. We're getting clarity. This is what is supposed to happen when a company the size of Microsoft tries to do the biggest video game acquisition in history. Let me close this children's book. Now that you've been educated, cut the crap. Look, the deal's going through, pony. If the deal goes through middle of this year or late this year with a laundry list of concessions and adjustments that's what was supposed to happen all of you dyed in the wool fans that drink green kool-aid for breakfast listen to me very carefully you're part of the problem in the industry you literally just let something go foot hook line and sinker let them buy it Get out of the way, FTC. FTC has no power. The regulators have no power. The FTCs aren't going to embarrass themselves. What? You're going full Sony Pony today. You got called out the other day on Twitter. You've been corrected many times by people today, dude. Raikou, walk me through. What was I corrected on? I got called out on Twitter about what? Are you referring to people's inability to understand my McDonald's Coke analogy that is quite literally so juvenile and so pedestrian? It's so freshman-level business, entrance-level college that they couldn't understand what fiduciary duty is. They don't know what revenue disruption is. Is that the tweet you're talking about where I got called out? Personally enjoy great Kool-Aid. Oh, grape drink? <laughs> what is juice? <laughs> Lona, you argue very effectively. You could make a great lawyer. Thank you. So, Burger Joint A, thank you for 24 months. Abe, Abe, getting the red badge. Oh, no, Twitter said you were wrong. Ergo, you must delete channel. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter said something. Stop the world. Yeah. Delona wants to go up against the cowboy. <laughs> Just throw the FTC a cool million. They'll let it slide. Nearly every government org is available for bribery. It's basically how democracy works. You might want to check the headlines recently for what the FTC is doing to companies. 
Maybe. Maybe just maybe. They've got power. Just do a quick Google search. What's the FTC won in the last 90 days? What? How many cases? How many fines are getting handed out? Go for it. But they're... <laughs> They have no power, and they can't get in the way of this. Uh-huh. Ask some of these companies how big the checks they're writing because of the FTC. Go for it. <clears throat> Hoglaw does not shill. He's the only one with actual professional credentials. Hey, Master Jazz. Then go watch him that's the last time you get to hang out here because you've done this before you come in you try to argue you can't hang and you want to do passive digs and passive swipes well guess what you just won yourself an all expense paid tickets to only getting to watch Hogue Law go watch all his content put it on loop put it on repeat if it's so much better than mine you don't even get a chance to, to backpedal and be like, but that's not what I... No. You're done here. Hellfire was six months. I know this says six months, but on my other account, it was two years. Woohoo. Thank you, Hellfire, for half a year. 18-month renewal from Table JFK. Is there an Xbox game where I can order Reforge Roast? No, there's not. <laughs> uh... Backpack Hero, not interested. Near Automata, not interested cleaning out my thing just a reminder there'll be practice Saturday weather permitting oh okay what do you think about Spider-Man 2 I'm excited about it he was replying to someone who brought up Hogue Law I don't care as consumers we should be worried that these gaming giants are going to start gobbling up uh, third-party publishers and consolidating so much property who won't win in the end. Consumers, we should be worried about these gang... Uh, oh, yeah, the gaming giants going up against gobbling up third-party. Right, right, right. Bans a guy for replying to someone who brought up Hogue Law. Well, then what, 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 why did he have to phrase it that way? Who brought up Hogue Law? Anyways, I mean, I can reverse the ban. He's done that before. That's why I popped off back at him. Hoglaw has been shilling to Xbox fans, so that's part of the issue, says Kenneth. That's not the first time that Jazz has done that. That's why he got bopped. I didn't realize he was replying to somebody, but when you have a pattern of behavior, you're setting yourself up. So, I'll reverse the ban, but again, that's not the first time that he's done that. He's been in here before and talked about Hoglaw. We'll go watch him then. Yeah, every single time he's here, he brings it up. Hopping off on your viewers like that is pretty weak. For a second there, I almost cared what you said. Like, that was so close. I was this close to caring what you said. Wow. Came really close. (laughs) 
I love me some Hogue Law, just saying. I don't have anything against Hogue, but every time this comes up, people gotta throw him out. I didn't realize he was responding to somebody else. Sylvester Stallone stands for Hogue Law. Yeah, yeah, Sylvester Stallone loves him. He absolutely loves his content. Yeah, and, and to be fair, Kenneth, the, the one that kind of started all this, Kenneth, you you, you want to you, you wanna support me? That's great. Just don't do that. There's no reason to take a shot at somebody like that. Like, all Hoaglaw does is simp or shill for Xbox fans. I just don't want that in my chat, right? Because it does. It warrants a response. So that guy's going to respond and say, Hoaglaw is fine and he's great. And then, I, then, then you're in my chat fighting over content creators. Like, that's not conducive to what we're trying to do here. <clears throat> Raghu got, got a mighty large axe to grind they've been around a long time finally letting it show what's Raikou saying let me see here mm-hmm. he's legit was replying to someone else but hey let's ban a dude I've already unbanned the person I already unbanned a person, said I made a mistake. You want to keep banging on the drum? I'll, I'll just walk you out the door because I don't like you. That's an easier reason than, than coming up with some, like, argument reason. You cared enough about what I read, said to read it out loud? Yeah, I did. I did. I also care enough to ban you because, I again, I just don't think some people understand what's going on here. The Ginger Prime, he's pretty cool. People love it when Asmongold bops his viewers and doesn't take no crap. Yeah, well, you come in here and you're going to talk to me like, oh, tell me how to run my show. Okay. Kevin with the two spot. Thank you. Andrew. Andrew, I just said, can we not make it about other content creators and you're still going? So now you're getting put in timeout. I made a very clear request. Please don't come into my chat and start smack-talking other content creators. It's not conducive to what we're doing. And you've now made three comments since doing it. Like, it isn't that hard. Not that hard. Your fingers just have to stop moving. It's the absence of activity. That's all. I'm not going to tell you how to run your show, but get back on topic, streamer. <laughs> uh, listen, listen. What do y'all think is going to happen with this? <laughs> what do y'all think? Listen, I wasn't trying to put Todd Howard on blast, but but what do y'all think about this, Drew? What do you, what do you think about this? This one's pretty bad. <laughs> This one's this was this one's bad. This one's bad. This is worse than anything. Any quotes that people are trying to pull out of context on poor Phil, on poor Papa Phil. This is way worse. What if he's using speak to text? I don't care. It was just a timeout, by the way. I didn't ban Andrew. Todd's gonna get eaten. Said he was eaten. You should rename your channel Reforged Law and some of these nuts will give your arguments more credit. No. 
Sony is mad that Reforge Rose is exclusive to this YouTube channel. <laughs> That's good. What is this? So this is from a blog that Bethesda wrote on September the 21st of 2020. So this is right after the acquisition. And it's really, really hard to read this any other way. It really is. I, it, it's difficult. It's, li- it's, it's kind of high in the, in the shot. It should be down here. There we go. It, I think it's really, really difficult to read this any other way. I don't think anyone but Sony guys will have an issue with Todd. They're focusing on Phil because it is a direct counter to PlayStation. Excuse me. How close are we to 500 uh, likes? Okay. We need about 70 more likes. Oh, I didn't even see... uh, I didn't even go and look at our... um, How are we doing today? Phil Spencer lied short didn't go anywhere. It's kind of annoying. Kind of annoying. We got a lot of subs, though. Got a lot of subs. Yeah, it stopped. I hate when they do that. Like, the short's like, for an hour, and then they kick it off the thing. It's annoying. <clears throat> what would happen if Sony bought you to be a good brand ambassador? If any if any platform was trying to buy me or put me on as an ambassador, they'd have to be paying me like life-changing money. I wouldn't want to do that to my content. I want to be able to call PlayStation to the mat. I want to be able to call Xbox to the mat. I told people last night, I was like, I don't think the Sony fans are going to like what I have to say tomorrow. I was calling some of them out on Twitter. I was like, you're ripping comments out of context to call Phil a liar. That's so dishonest. You're lying while acting self-righteous about lying. That's just gross that's gross like I don't think I I don't want to be bought to a side like I've said it many many times like when you're beholden to no one you're way more interesting so people trying to be like oh you're a Sony pony no the frick I'm not I've got videos on this channel complaining and criticizing Sony about things like what are you talking about Lona belongs to us yeah I belong to the user I don't belong to some corporation it's just in that Everywhere game. Developer Build a Rocket Boy has confirmed that its upcoming game Everywhere does not use NFTs and is not built on blockchain. Okay. I got really bad vibes about it is all I'm saying. I don't know enough to take an interest yet, Aaron. When they first promoted it, they, they literally talked like crypto bros. I was like, this doesn't sound like a real game. It sounds like a crypto scam. like Colt Eastwood or other, there's just no reason to come in here and talk smack about another content creator. I don't have any issue with Colt. I would actually like to make a, do a show with Colt. I would love to do a show with uh, Jez Corden. He, we, we spoke professionally in an email. He took down his tweets and unblocked me. I, I, w- I would love to have, oh no, it's Alex on a show. He and I have been joking around back and forth. Like, there's no reason to, there's no reason to be out here throwing stones, man. understand your reasoning but it would be terrible for sony's business to allow game pass on their platform yeah that one's funny to me i i the the people that think game pass will ever come to sony i just what 
No. You can make that happen. I would welcome it. Discord came around. Yeah, we sent him we sent him a professional email and he and I Jez and I went back and forth in an email and I I he he understood where I was coming from. I understood where he was coming from. I was like, "Listen, you know, I didn't give you a fair shake. I you know, I thought I was just quoting an article, but it's probably just better and cleaner to not do that cuz it's too easy to feel like that you're being attacked. I wasn't attempting to attack anybody. I was calling for better coverage. I'm not trying to attack you. There's no reason to attack me. You don't even have the full story and you're out here saying things about me. And so, you know, he took he took the tweets down. Now, I don't know if he or anybody's ever going to take an interest in the full story and actually report on it. But at the very least, we're getting some movement from people. I can ask Alex to see if he'd like to come on to the show. Oh, Alex and I are already DMing. I already expressed the open invitation. He's just very busy. He, I, I just think he's funny. People get really mad at him. He's just playing a character. I think he is. I think he's freaking hilarious. I don't agree with most of what he says, and I still think he's hilarious. I found you through. Oh no, it's Alex. Yeah, yeah. He reacted to my my stuff. He didn't understand a lot of my points. That's fine. <laughs> That's kind of par for the course for his character, anyway. <laughs> it's par for the course. I don't think there's any amount of money Microsoft could pay Sony to ever consider putting Game Pass on their platform. Yeah, I don't. I agree with you, Solomon. I just don't think so. I just don't think so. Love to hear you that. Uh, love to hear that between you and Jez. Yeah, we'll be. We're gonna reach out to some other outlets. At least one that said some stuff, and maybe even say, "Hey, do you want the full story?" Because nobody has the full story. And buddy, I can give it to you. Uh, personally, I thought what he was uncalled for about hearing that. I mean, that's always the nature of a reaction, right? Like, what I said was pretty tame. What he said was, like, libelous and defamatory. But that's what's always going to happen in those situations, right? When somebody feels like they're being attacked, oof, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna smack back harder. That's why that cycle never ends. That's why I try to be like. Can we just not do this? Let's just all have fun. Come on my show. I'll come on your show. Let's talk about how annoying this is to cover because it's annoying for all of us to have to cover it because we get attacked from every side. I was getting attacked by Sony fans last night. Day before that, I was getting attacked by Xbox fans. Let's just all chill out and enjoy games, baby. Like, yo, Kevin, thank you for the brand new membership taking us to 68 members on the day, one away from the best number in the world. (laughs) My wife's in the room. She didn't hear me. She was reading something. I said, 68 members on the day, one away from the best number in the world. And you're just over there texting. <laughs> Love your channel. Hope you don't mind me lurking, bro. Lurk away. Phil Spencer didn't lie, says Ghost Legit. He was telling the truth. He said he wasn't taking away from PlayStation, and he didn't because the game was never announced. Yeah, I, Ghost Legit, I went very hard against the people claiming that he lied. I, I think they're ripping con- comments out of context. Big time. Don't worry, I know the full story, and if you wear a cowboy hat, I won't leak it. Shut up, cowboy! My favorite part of the show is when you start walking people out the door. <laughs> I spit out my drink. Sorry. Always Xbox stuff going to PlayStation. Why not have PlayStation premiums going to Xbox? What do you mean Xbox stuff going to PlayStation? 
What are you talking about? What? Who's asking for Xbox stuff to come to PlayStation? That's not been a request. Yo, Hilly gifts a membership. Goes to Madanagi. There it is. Thank you, Hilly. Now no one's going to gift any more members. Do we have any... Do we have any nuns or like really, you know, uppity people in the chat? Yeah, Roshan's going to mess it up. It goes to Fox Blue. Well, that was short-lived. 69 for a few seconds. Like prom night, am I right? (laughs) That's that's enough. That is enough. Chat, I didn't. I didn't. I played Turok all night on my friend's Nintendo 64. Yo, SDO with three months. Welcome back. Daniel Perez, welcome back. Thank you guys for renewing your members. I'm I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm I'm I, I thought it was cool. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here doing a show. I'm I'm behaving myself. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I'm just ta- I'm just talking to the people. I think he's saying Xbox Game Pass to PlayStation, but people don't ask why PS Plus Premium doesn't go to Xbox. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's not my fault. PlayStation is very self-sufficient and closed-off company in the gaming market. They're doing well sticking to themselves. I think the current execs prefer to keep it that way. You know what I think is going to happen is Sony's going to look a a whole lot more like Nintendo in a couple of years, and here's how they're going to do it. Hardware and power. In my PS5 Pro uh, live stream, I argued that. I, I said, listen, th- they're they're going to step up and be they're going to be the premium console, and Microsoft's going to become the premium ecosystem, which which will make Sony look a whole lot more like Nintendo. There'll be this insulated like oh that's the place you go for premium hardware next gen games. Nintendo will be where you go for Mario and Zelda and Metroid, and then Microsoft's going to be where you go for your play anywhere ecosystem. Like, it's actually going to result, like, a lot of where we're headed could be really good for the market because you're going to end up with three very different market leaders, or, or or not market leaders, but three very different companies in the market. I would actually be way more okay with Microsoft taking on that role of being more of an ecosystem slash publisher. Again, the biggest concern I have with Microsoft is starting to treat games the way that they have treated Microsoft Office. That's more concerning than anything we've talked about. If that ecosystem becomes siloed off and you've got to go to them to play some of the biggest titles in the world and they subservice it off the way they've done with Microsoft Office, if they make buying games really unappealing, if they make owning games something, it's already a thing of the past, but if they really make that a thing of the past, a relic of a bygone era... I don't think that's good for the market at all. I don't like a company of their size suddenly being like, this is the only place you can get this and you got to be on a subservice to get it. And what are you going to do? Raise a subservice? You imagine you imagine 40 or 50 bucks a month? 30, 30 bucks a month? And they're like, well, what do you what do you want? This is, this is where it is. So uh, Microsoft gets out of hardware in your mind? At some point, I could see them doing that, yeah. I think they have another console that they want to build and do, but that might be their last one. I think in 20 years, their sites are on cloud. Their sites are on an ecosystem that is literally endemic to PC and mobile. Not hard. They they don't don't need any hardware. They don't need need hardware. 
I think that's Microsoft's goal. I think that's why Phil Spencer thinks that their true competitors are Amazon and Google. I've said for a long time that Microsoft is a sleeping giant. Like, Xbox is a sleeping giant. Because if they can weave all of those things together, they will be absolutely massive in the market. They will become a a literal slice of the market. It'll be this mobile gaming everywhere ecosystem and if you want the games that they own you gotta go to them it's one of the reasons that Sony's concerned it's one of the reasons the regulators are concerned it's one of the reasons I'm really shocked Apple and Google haven't weighed in Tencent says hello see but the differences with Tencent is Tencent doesn't have a cloud or software distribution ecosystem like Microsoft has the means to use their cloud infrastructure and their tech to be the seedbed for all of this. Table JFK, Microsoft must masterfully make monstrous gaming monoliths. <laughs> Thank you for the $10 tip. Guys, we got a little bit of time before I've got a video for you about the Fortnite Unreal Editor. I think it's going to be monumental. It's going to be huge. It's going to be influential. We're also going to be hanging out as members after the fact. We'll do an end of the day debrief. We need five more members and I have to gift 15. We're really close to 75, maybe even 100 if somebody wants to drop a crazy bomb. But you're going to you're going to run out of time if you want to move this number. Um cuz I'm going to set this I'm going to set some stuff up here for us. Uh, make sure you're smashing the like button as well on this video. Give us 500 likes. And I want to know what y'all think about that. I want to know what y'all think about Microsoft basically treating games like they treat Microsoft Office. Because I kind of think that's where we're headed. kind of feel like that's where we're headed. Uh, we'll do that. What would Apple and Google say? Don't let them jeopardize our mobile duopoly. Yo, Vengeance is going to do it. There it is. There it is. 75. Somebody can drop a 25 bomb right there. Just round it out. Just round it out. Bring a bunch of people with us. Ryan Butler, Charlie Norman. Uh, I am Heeson Dite. Tencent's working on a cloud-native game. Look it up. Working on a cloud-native game, Cowboy, doesn't mean you have cloud infrastructure. It means you're going to use somebody else's cloud infrastructure. They're probably going to literally use Azure. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? They'll probably literally use Azure to do it. That's the issue. Microsoft's trying to buy the product and be the storefront at the same time. Microsoft's trying to buy the product and be the ecosystem at the same time. Shout out to Vengeance. Shout out to Vengeance from his wife. That's the issue that no one's looking at. Like... These, these guys are trying to be everything. They're trying to be it all. And you're like, that's fine. Let them. You know, let them have all that. Let them have all that juicy property. What? What are y'all talking about, man? Okay. There we go. Why Amazon Cloud is better? AWS is also in lots of places. That's true. That's true. AWS is in lots of places. If the deal doesn't go through, 
If the deal doesn't go through, they'll likely just Activision Blizzard will just bust up and sell all their developers off one by one. Sony will end up with probably one of them for the five the, for the five uh, billion they've got left to spend. Microsoft will probably get some of them, just not all of them. Sounds like vertical integration. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys are watching on the Tickety Talk, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to use um, my profile link. Go to my profile, head to my YouTube channel. I got a video that I'm getting ready to premiere about the Unreal Editor in Fortnite. I think it's going to change gaming forever. It's going to change the economy of gaming, monetization of gaming. It's going to change game development. Uh, also, some new things with the uh, with the Unreal Engine and AI in-game development. And uh, then I'm going to hang out and debrief with all of my members. We've gotten 75 members today. I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off of Vengeance. And I'm going to do 10 members here. And then I'm going to do 5 members during the premiere. So come with us when this premiere happens in the next 5 minutes and you might get a membership. So I'm going to do 10 right now. And then I'm going to do 5. Uh, I'm going to do 5 in the premiere. Microsoft Microsoft has uh, Azure. Do you think Sony will purchase Stadia Tech? Mm, I don't think so. Stadia Tech's owned by Google. Google's not about to sell anything. I don't think they would sell the tech to Sony. I don't think so. If you guys just got a gifted membership from me, you can continue to hang with us. We're going to be heading to a premiere about the Unreal Editor. I think it's a huge deal, the Fortnite Unreal Editor. It's actually very, very interesting. Even if you're not a fan of Fortnite, it's actually pretty interesting. You guys over on the Tiny Talk, head over to my profile. Come over to my YouTube channel and hang with us. Mm. If the deal doesn't go through, Activision will be fine. They have like $12 billion that they can't spend right now in cash. I'm not saying they're not going to be fine, but I think they're going to want to sell everything off. I think they're in the mood to sell. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I think's going on. That's why I don't think they would just take this lying down and be like, no, that's fine. We'll just go back to work. <laughs> if the acquisition doesn't go through, Microsoft still has all that cheddar to spend. They will likely just change their tactics. Yeah, they'll, if, okay, this is what's going to happen. If the acquisition doesn't go through, first order of business is Microsoft will make a move for King. They'll, they'll make a move for King. That'll be the first order of business is to get King Mobile. And then... Because mm, I think what they're going to want to do is they'll be like, alright, Call of Duty is going to be a huge distraction because Sony's going to try to get in the way of us trying to buy Call of Duty. I think they'd set their sights on King Mobile. That'd be the first thing they'd go after. And, and that would be the least contested. Now, again, Apple, Google, and China might weigh in on that one, but I think King Mobile would be the least... That would be the least contested. Sony's not really going to contest that one. Well, they might. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sony would have a harder argument to make there. They've touched on uh, Microsoft's mobile and cloud desires. They've touched on that, but that's not been central to Sony's argumentation. So... That would, that would likely be the result, I think. That'd be my thought. Hoping World of Warcraft comes to console. 
that could be good yo what's good goddess if everybody yeah everybody coming over from the tickety talk make sure you guys are smashing like this video should easily have 500 likes right now we only need about 30 more likes and do me a favor we're getting ready to go over to a video about the fortnite unreal editor and then we're all going to hang out as members if you're not a member hit join right now just try it let's see i i, I bet you 10 bucks there are 25 people in the audience that are not a member that could become one it supports me directly you get a badge you get emotes you get into my members only discord Let's not rely on those gifteds. That's plenty of gifteds for one day. Let's see a bunch of folks jump in. I just did my own 10. There's plenty of you right now that jump in. That way, we're all going to go watch this Fortnite video together about the editor. It's going to show how they're, I think they're using AI in game dev. I think that's going to greatly influence live service games going forward as well as player behavior. It's also going to completely change the way that games are monetized because they're going to be monetizing the mob uh, is something that I say in the video. Something that you're going to see, we've already seen with Roblox, is going to become just sort of baked in to... uh, I think games going forward. I, I think the Fortnite thing is just the beginning of a huge shift in the gaming e- economy, in the gaming market. Uh, this is just the beginning. But I also think you're going to see more developers shift to Unreal 5, and now we're starting to see why. Uh, both the lighting, both the AI, uh, game devs about to completely change in efficiency and speed. And it will, I think, dramatically affect live service games and ongoing games going forward because they'll be able to create content significantly faster just significantly faster and that will be one of the 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 greatest pain points then suddenly answered so i'm gonna put a bunch of links in chat if you want a gifted membership come over to this video i'm also going to redirect i'm also going to redirect i'm going to end this video and take you guys with me come over to this video and you might get a gifted membership in the premiere and then we're going to hang out with members we'll debrief on the day after the Fortnite video i will see you guys over there thank you for all of the amazing support